0: Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit
1: acmemarkets.com.
2: 93.3 WMMR Audio on Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano.
1: Tuesday, May 16th. Good morning, Kathy.
3: Good morning in the news this morning. There are nine candidates vying for the Democratic nomination for Philadelphia mayor during this year's election. The primary is today, Tuesday, May 16th, and polls show that there is no one with a commanding lead among the Democrats. Uh, So here's some information you'll need to know before the polls open. To find the nearest polling location, you can go to vote.phila.gov. The polls will be open from 7 a.m. until 8 p.m. Tuesday. If you are trying to confirm your registration or learn about registering to vote, you can go to pavoterservices.pa.gov. The City of Philadelphia also posted step-by-step instructions on how to use the voting machines. Pennsylvania law requires voters who are new to their voting division precinct to show ID the first time they vote there. After that, an ID is not required to vote. There are many types of photo and non-photo IDs that can be used to fulfill this requirement. The City of Philadelphia has a hotline for residents to report problems while voting. The number to call is 215-686-VOTE. For those who have registered for mail-in voting. Ballots need to be received by the County Board of Elections no later than 8 p.m. on Election Day, which is today. You can submit your ballot in the mail in person at the County Board of Elections office or by using an official drop box. The mail-in ballots will start being counted at 7 a.m. today. So far, about 60,000 ballots have been received in Philadelphia with around 30,000 still outstanding. A fourth person is facing charges following the escape of two inmates at the Philadelphia Industrial Correctional Center. On Monday, U.S. Marshals captured 21-year-old Michael Abrams in Berwyn. Police say he is being charged with criminal conspiracy, hindering apprehension, and other related offenses for his alleged role in helping 24-year-old Nasir Grant and 18-year-old Mean Hearst escape from prison on May 7th. Grant was captured last week, but authorities are still searching for Hearst, who is accused of four murders. Do you think there are other people involved with helping them get out? I, I mean, when they announced the first woman, yeah. I was it's like, oh, I didn't realize but then I thought about it. I'm like, well there had to have been a getaway car, there had Somebody, to have been yeah, a lookout. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't know. I you know, I'm shocked that there that there's still more people involved.
4: I mean the more dangerous of the two escapees is still out there. And right. I'm wondering like, all right, so if this dude ends up doing something drastic does, does the the blood end up on the hands of anybody who helped him escape? Well, they've
5: done they've done something illegal to begin with. I don't yeah. know if that might uh, add to whatever charges they were to get. But um, yeah, the, the the really crazy. Well, you know, the the guy who went four murders, four murders. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's out and about. So I would I would tend to think, Kathy. We both initially thought. We all initially thought they're going to get out of dodge quickly. But the one dude was caught. You know, fairly In close, North right. Philadelphia. Oh so, yeah. so maybe this guy saw Took what off. happened and has, has taken off.
3: Two other people are also facing charges in connection with the escape. 35-year-old Jose Flores Huerta and 21-year-old Zani Stalling. uh, Flores Huerta, who was a suspect in a 2021 beating at Pat Stakes, allegedly acted as a lookout for the inmates. He is charged with criminal conspiracy and escape. Stalling was charged with felony escape, hindering apprehension and conspiracy. Documents reveal Hearst allegedly made two phone calls to Stalling, planned their escape, and made uh, made the arrangements. Authorities say the inmates cut a hole in a fence at the prison at 830 Sunday evening. The prison didn't become aware of the inmates and that they were missing until 3 p.m. on Monday. The U.S. Marshals and Philadelphia Police have a combined reward of $25,000 for information that leads to the arrest of each escaped inmate.
5: Do you think there's any chance this guy was at the Taylor Swift concert? Any, anyone, <laughs> <of them? Yeah. laughs>
3: anyone with information on the second suspect is asked to call police uh, at a t- on the tip line, 215-546-TIPS, or call 911 immediately. Two new ordinances are now in effect. In one jury Shore Town ...to try to curb teen misbehavior. Seattle City's Promenade has long been a teen hangout in the evenings. Last year, the city dealt with complaints about large groups of teens. In some cases, they were being destructive. A pizza shop along the promenade uh, was spray-painted... ...and business owners say public urination is a problem. Now, two new ordinances are in effect and uh, in an effort to stop the behavior. A curfew for those under 18 will be in effect from 10 p.m. until 6 a.m. ...with exceptions for minors with a parent or guardian going home from work... Or or going home from an organized activity. The backpack ban is still in effect from 10 p.m. until 1 a.m., and that's for everyone, young people and adults. It applies to the beach, the promenade, and the beach block streets. Uh, Juveniles will be given two warnings and then can be brought to the police station and a parent will be called. Parents who knowingly allow their children to break the curfew could face fines. Seattle's mayor called the uh, ordinances benign and meant to stop destructive behavior. The mayor says police will not be searching bags. A new police substation will be used this year just off the submarines,
5: prom- I like it.
1: Yeah. Just off the
3: promenade uh, to take teens after the two warnings while their parents are called. So I
1: mean, it- the stealth will allow them to observe yeah. the kids with
5: backpacks without their knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Dive, dive. You're sitting just offshore. Mm-hmm. Got the periscope trained at the boardwalk. It's brilliant to go. It's yeah, brilliant. Such,
3: it's such a huge hangout though. Like it has got more and more kids. I mean, it is just, uh the Just this one specific <laughs> area in sea
5: Okay. We uh, we think we see a backpack. I want to uh, send everyone over to this location. (laughs) Flood tubes two and three. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Dive, 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 dive. (laughs) Uh, We see a a backpack. (laughs) Uh, So you can. I could put my backpack on at one oh five in the morning, right?
3: Uh, no, you can't. Not till 6. No.
5: no. 10 to 1, you said. Oh, t-
3: oh is 10 it? Uh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Wait, let's see. Uh, yeah, 1.00. So yeah. at one oh five, yeah. I just you, go to
5: my car, get my backpack, and get, put yeah, it back okay. on. Right, right,
3: exactly. You can get your backpack. I you uh, see so right. an
5: older guy with a backpack <laughs> now.
3: <laughs> All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Phillies lost to the Giants 6-3 last night in San Francisco. What the f*** is this? Michael Conforto hit his fourth home run in the past six games as part of a six-run second inning for the Giants, who ended a three-game losing streak the f*** is that? Alex Bowman hit a two-run home run and added a sacrifice fly to drive in all three runs for the Phils. The series continues tonight. Zach Wheeler will get the start at 9.45. In the NHL, the Dallas Stars beat the Seattle Kraken 2-1, winning game seven and advancing to the Western Conference Finals. Game one between the Stars and the Golden Knights will be on Friday night in Las Vegas. In the NBA, the Western Conference Finals begin tonight with LeBron James and the L.A. Lakers taking on Nikola Jokic, and the Denver Nuggets tip-off in Colorado is at 8.30. And that's what I have for you this morning. All
1: right. Thank you very much, Kathy. We welcome you, friend. The sun is up. We have uh, some things planned for today. A couple of guests on the show. Uh, we're going to have a musician, uh, magician, yeah. magician, and uh, comedian, uh, Michael Carbonaro. We've uh, had him on before. The Carbonaro Effects is a fun show.
5: I like the art form you just created, a musician, magician, a musician. a musician. Yeah. And he'll be performing at the Keswick Theater
1: on Saturday. So we'll talk to him later on this morning. And our friend, Celebrity Chef. Jennifer Carol is going to be stopping by today. She's got a special thing, and it includes some free food. We'll get the details from her later on today. We also have Tattoos Day up and running and ready to go. $350 gift certificate for Floating World tattoo and piercing for your Preston and Steve show. Themed tattoo. So let's get that to you. And you just text the word tattoo to 393. 3 uh, to get on board so exciting stuff we're happy to be with you once again today don't forget we have a live broadcast a week from this friday amazing <laughs> official opening of the jersey shore we will uh, adhere all the backpack rules that we have to deal with uh, although that's not in wildwood no uh we'll be in north wildwood at keenan's irish pub and we hope that you are making plans Joyce, because the t- by this time you'll be sauntering into the bar and and getting yourself ready for the events that unfold on that incredible day as we officially open things up and the summer begins in the Jersey Shore region. So, uh, details at WMMR.com. We'd love to see you there. We're going to take a quick break, come back in a second. We got a lot of entertainment stories to run by you. And a stupid question, give some stuff away. Stay right there. We won't be gone long.
6: The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order. But it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system, streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks.
4: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, On on the web. Prestonandsteve.com.
1: Listen up. Some amazing news from our friends at Window Nation. You can modernize and reinvest in your home today with new windows from Window Nation with their best deal. It's 0% interest for five full years. Plus, get two windows free with every two you buy. It's a double deal. You'll get more comfort, lower energy bills, higher home value, and jealous neighbors. All with impeccable construction and expert installation. Call today, 866-90NATION, or visit windownation.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We will give away, for the super question, $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. Pretty straight-ahead question, and it is, what is theophobia? Theo! All right,
5: 215. 215- <laughs> Why am I so afraid of
1: you? 263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What is it? Theophobia. It's not a fear of my Ma- Malcolm Jamal Warner. Uh, no, it's something completely different. Let's even you know the answer to that.
5: The outside.
1: Uh, today <laughs> just don't come in. I'm the, afraid. Uh, yeah. Uh today is the sixteenth day. Of May and celebrating a birthday, we have a couple of bass players uh, oh. to start off with. Um, Talk about the bass, Chris Novoselic oh. of Nirvana, oh. turns fifty-eight years old today. What do you think of first?
5: The head, yeah, the, the, he tossed his bass in the air during the MJV Music Awards. Yep, and uh, it was—it would have been a cool move. Had he caught it, he lost it. When he threw it up in the air, he couldn't see. I guess the lights lights, maybe. That's my guess.
1: Distracted him a little bit. Came down right in the center of his head damn near knocked him out. Yes. Yeah. He was bleeding all over the place after that and it was just it was
5: not good. It was not a good look.
1: Uh so he turns uh 58 years old today. Uh, had,
5: a, had a brief uh, political career, he
1: did. didn't he? he? Yeah, he did. He was the
5: president, I think, he right? He was the
1: president of the United States <laughs> wow, for a moment. No kidding. Uh, no, but he had he did uh I think it was a I think it was like a state rep or yes, something like that. Right. Um so yeah, uh, turns 58 today. Another bass player and guitarist, uh, Robert Fripp, oh, from the
5: band King Crimson. So my uh, brother, when he was taking guitar lessons, uh, his guitar teacher had him listen to a lot of uh, Fripp and all it, King Crimson, all these guys. Super so duper I'm acutely aware, progressive, oh, yeah, and yeah, avant garde, and You're yeah, not going
1: to not a sitcom theme here. No, really yeah. intense stuff. So uh, Robert Fripp turns seventy seven years old today. Uh, it's Pierce Brosnan's birthday. Yes, as well. love Pierce Brosnan. He turns uh, 70 years old, so it's a big birthday for him.
5: I will say that he he was probably the most engaging character in Black Adam. Did you what? see it? I haven't seen it yet, no. Yeah, I liked his, he was, uh, I don't want to give it away. Okay. It's, it's decent. Okay. Uh, but he has his character, his superhero is very cool.
1: I forgot who it was
5: has a story
1: about what a complete a-hole he was. Uh.
5: Oh, I think it was... Was it James Corden? Might have been. Yeah. Uh, uh, who, there, there was so is one celebrity commenting on another celebrity, just saying how never had someone more rude than this
1: particular right, person. Right, yeah. So I don't know, but James Corden's had his moments too. So <laughs> I guess I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he was a good Bond, though. Yeah, he turns uh, seventy years old today. Uh, it's Megan Fox's birthday today, and uh, is she
5: the sh- new Sports Illustrated?
1: Yes, she is. She's one of the I've, got, yeah. I've got uh, information on that coming up in
5: just a moment. Where do, where do you stand on her now? I remember you actually, you had the first seizure moment over Megan Fox I, before yes. the scalpel.
1: Yeah. I, I had a, uh, I, I think I had a first sighting of her because she just had a bit roll on a show I don't even watch. Right. It was Two and a Half Men. Yeah. And I just happened to be flipping channels and there was a scene where she came out in a bikini yeah. to sit out on, a, on like a chaise lounge chair or something like that. And I was like... Yeah hold on a second. Yeah. I'm like, dear God, she's stunning. And I came in and I told dear, you guys yes. about yeah. it the next day. I clearly remember. And then within a few months after that, her stars started to rise. And now I really don't care. Yeah. I, mean, I, I thought she was. But well, she
3: got annoying.
1: Yeah. And, and she well, also changed, changed With her lot. natural beauty as well. And and I, I, I thought she was just, she did get annoying. And then we heard from uh, 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 Scotty Hartnell. She was just a bitch. not nice yeah. at all on the set right. of. uh this is 40, uh, but, yeah, uh, but I remember her being just
5: strikingly
1: yeah. hot. Right, I mean, yeah. There's no better word to, descri- to, to describe her than that.
5: It's funny, though. Personality can kill it in a second. It's absolutely true. Yeah, it can make someone who's really attractive ugly. Yeah. And yet it can take someone hideous, like yeah. me, and make me... Uh, I'm still hideous. you. You're stunning. Yeah. Come on, Steve. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> You're beautiful.
1: She's 37 today. Uh, you guys remember Tracy Gold? I do. Show me that
7: smile. Ooh, show me that smile. Uh,
5: okay. So, yesterday, um, somehow in my YouTube, you know, general feed, a, a clip, I guess Matthew Perry had been on the show playing a character who died. Yeah, wow. Sandy was his name, right? I don't and, know. I and, and so that, that clip came the kid up. In the car accident. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh,
1: get out! Tracy, I it was him.
5: And Tracy Gold was having her breakdown over the thing. Yeah. I don't know why this. Uh, why YouTube said Steve needs to see this today. It knew it that the knew next day
1: was
4: Tracy, Tracy Gold's, Gold's birthday. birthday. And that you're on the
1: radio and you'd be talking yeah, about. He it. he was
4: in a car accident. She saw him in the hospital. He was totally fine. Apparently he had internal injuries. Yeah, internal bleeding. So she came home, and by the time she got home, he was dead. And she was like, "No, that doesn't make any sense. I just saw him in the yep, in yep. the uh, hospital."
1: Uh, well, she turns fifty-four years old today. Uh, also celebrating birthday today, and I'll have more on this in a moment. Celebrating her birthday in Philadelphia, Janet Jackson. Yeah. Miss Jackson. If you're nasty. Because we're
5: nasty. Uh, but she turns uh, 57 years old. I freely admit to uh, loving a number of Janet Jackson songs yeah. that just are super well produced. Yeah. What was it Jimmy, Jimmy Jam? Jimmy, Jimmy Jam. Jam. Yeah. yeah.
1: Jimmy Jam and Perry it- Lewis. Right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's the yeah. duo.
3: Yeah. Why would you say in Philadelphia?
1: I will have that story coming up in just a moment. <laughs> oh, nice. That's nice. what you call a
3: tease.
1: Yeah. Uh, there was a time when I thought Janet Jackson was one of the sexiest women in the world. Well, there, she, there was a cover of her on uh, on Rolling Stone magazine where somebody is covering yeah. up her boobs from behind. Right. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. That was Brian Dennehy behind her. Oh, my yes. way. Lucky son of a
0: bitch. That was the bitch. first wow. time I ever saw a hand bra. Really? Ah. Yeah, I don't think oh. I'd ever seen like a photo of that before. That was uh That was new. <laughs>
1: And
5: Uh,
3: good. And then Michael Jackson started to have plastic surgery to look like her. And he ruined it.
1: (laughs) Actually, they were all trying to look like LaToya. LaToya was the one they were all going after. (laughs) Yeah,
5: look, is it a little bit close now?
1: Uh, She's 57. Uh, It's also Tori Spelling's birthday today. And a big birthday. Because Tori turns 50 years old today. That's one of the weirdest
5: stories. Her strained relationship by all rights. She should be fabulously wealthy. And she's yeah. not. And she's not. Weird. Yeah. Yeah,
1: because her dad was a magnet, in, magnate, or yes. whatever you want to pronounce it, in the world of uh, entertainment. He created 80% of the television schedule in the 70s. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so 50 years old for her today. Deborah Winger, Winger has her birthday today.
5: Do you remember the first time you saw her? I do. She was the sister on Wonder Woman. No. Yeah, she was either, either her sister or cousin. Okay. And uh, that was the first time I ever saw Deborah Winger. Um, no, I mean, I think Officer New Gentleman is when she first
1: came on the radar for me personally. Uh, she turns uh, 68 years old today. Uh, David Borianis, sometime uh, caller here on the President and
5: Steve show. He's always good when he calls in, but it's yeah. tough. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, tough. Come on. it's tough to get him.
4: Is it, but you know what? He does respond to the texts and stuff. Uh, you know, we were talking to Bert yesterday about that. Uh, I would say he is, he's a 50 percenter. Okay. And, uh, he's but, a
0: 50 percenter. Don't you, <laughs>
4: don't you normally text him today? Uh, like, oh, I, my God. Do I'm it.
0: You're
3: right. Yeah, text think-
0: him. Yeah, All I think right. in, in years past, when we've celebrated David Boreanaz's birthday, you've texted him, and occasionally, uh, he will call in by the end of the show.
3: Don't text now, though. I tell you, both both of you Too early? This, yes. And they text the people in L.A., okay. and it's like 4 o'clock in the morning. Give them a little bit. Yeah,
4: right.
1: that's, that's If annoying. I got a
3: text, a happy birthday text at 4 a.m., I'd be like, I am not calling you back. Yeah, oh. you're,
4: you're right, because on May 16, 2019, uh, I texted him at 641. And he never got back to me.
5: All right. So no. wait till later. All right. uh, remind more feasible me. time. All right. All right. So we'll have Siri uh, set a uh, reminder. Because on
4: May 16th, 2018, I sent him a text at 9.58 and he did get, did get back to me.
1: Hey, Siri, <laughs> set a reminder for 9.30. Text David Boreanaz. All right. All right. She
5: got Here it. Here we, we go. It. And we're going to do that.
1: Oh, make it, it happen. Me. All right. There we go. Uh I, We're good. Uh, also celebrating birthday today, uh, gymnast uh, Olga Corbett. Yes. So, Steve, last week, I don't know why, for but on my YouTube. <laughs> Your YouTube. Uh, there popped up a routine that she did on the uh, the uneven bars and I, I had to watch it like five times right. because it was unbelievable. She did some kind of a technique that is not allowed in yes. competition anymore. Yes. I know this. Where is you actually ex- stand on the top yeah. bar oh, yeah. and do a backflip off of it and then grab the bar on the way down. They don't allow it anymore. It's too dangerous. Yeah. And I sat there, I watched that thing like five times, and it was flawless. It was one of the most incredible gymnastic performances I've ever seen. She was
5: a machine, man. The, I rem- when, did. Did they outlaw that move? Yes. Just soon after that, I think shortly yeah. after that, yeah. So uh, it was pretty amazing.
1: She, I, I around that time though, my my crush was uh, Nadia Comaneci. Yeah, oh yeah, because uh, they were they were in competition with each other. But uh, to, Olga Corbett was <laughs> was one of the absolute all time greats, and she turns uh,
7: <laughs>
1: sixty eight uh, years old today. But it's unbelievable to watch, you know. People like that fly around what? and do the things that they do. The
5: female gymnasts also. When you you know <laughs> when you actually see them in person, they are so small. Yeah, so
1: small. Yep. Um, all right. Two more quick birthdays. Actor Thomas Brody Sangster, who in the movie Love Actually, he's the kid who plays the drums. Yes. Uh, in Queens Gambit, he plays a chess phenom, and in Game of Thrones, uh, he is. Uh, I think he's one of the. Caterers? No, he's not a caterer. I forgot what those people were called. You guys were the crows, right? He wasn't one of the crows. Ah! He was he was like uh, one of the, I forgot, one of the green people or something like that. Oh, Anyhow, the Oompa Loompas. Yeah, he was in Oompa Loompa. Yeah. That's, yes, now that you... They had those in the Game of Thrones? Yeah. So he turns uh, <laughs> in... he 30. Jojen Reed? Jojen Reed, yeah. Does that make any <laughs> sense? It does, but he was a certain type of person who had sight or something along those lines. But oh, he yeah. had to make all that candy. Uh, he turns uh, 33 years old today,
5: and then the last birthday, uh, Danny Trejo. Oh, Machete! I just watched him last night in uh, Dust Till Dawn. Oh, uh, nice. nice. Yeah, you know, um, I mean,
4: he's got the taco stands and stuff. And there's one, or at least last summer, there was one at the man,
5: one of Danny Trejo's taco stands. Danny Trejo's
4: tacos, yeah.
5: Huh? Have you have you ever had
4: one? No, man. There was a line, so I didn't. I didn't want to
5: wait in line. Good for him, tacos. though. Yeah. I read. I read uh, his. Uh, no, I didn't read it. There was a documentary that I watched out, his time in prison. I mean, he did hard time. Wow. Like, he was doing some real, and, and, and I think it was Chino and another prison, where, yeah, you, you had to be a badass. Uh, super nice guy, by the Incredibly way. Incredibly nice. Really
1: nice guy. Uh, he turned 79 today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. What is theophobia? Theo! All right, we're going to go to John. Hey, John, good morning. John!
8: I'm going to say it's the fear of the wrath of God.
1: Yeah, fear of God or deities. That is correct. Yes. Oh. Hang on, John. Theo theology. Yes. I guess that's where that comes Cosby from. Cosby show. Yeah. Cosby sweaters. Yeah. All right, John. Mush mouth. We're gonna set you up with a fifty dollar bonefish grill gift card back for a limited time. You can enjoy dine and discover a special three course dinner for two for only forty-five ninety. Explore menu favorites from the grill, land and sea, including uh, two salads, two entrees, and a shareable dessert. You can visit momfishgrill.com for the details. So Anne Heche was laid to, uh, to rest in an intimate and special Mother's Day service over the weekend. Uh, the actress died at the age of 53 in August last year after crashing her car into a Los Angeles home. We all remember that. Um, she was uh, cremated shortly after the accident. And her family placed her ashes in Hollywood's, uh, Hollywood Forever's Cathedral Mausoleum on Sunday. Oh, it took a while. Yeah. A representative for the uh, uh, crematorium uh, told people both sons, uh, Homer LaFoon and Atlas Tupper, were present, adding that the ceremony was small, private, and lovely.
5: I'll tell you what. Uh, I was watching the footage. It was, I guess, it was, again, one of these YouTube things. But it was uh, the footage. Kathy, you remember, you and I were like yeah. she, horrified when she sat, she sat up sat on the up. gurney. So weird. she was on the way out at that time, but she just had a, a physical, uh, the pain was so overwhelming, Oof. Uh, it's just horrible. Another source told the outlet that it was a very intimate and
1: special service, which included her son's fathers, Coleman LaFoon and Jam- James Tupper. Uh, they said everybody came together in peace and love, and the family was totally united, and it was beautiful. Have you ever been to a
5: service where they were putting away the cremated remains in- uh, no, not into a mausoleum. Right. Uh have not.
1: Right, yeah, neither have I. I've no- been to um, a wake right. where the urn that is there, I have, but yeah. I have not been to where they actually uh, inter uh, the remains, no. Martha Stewart is eager to show the world that it's never too late to become a swimsuit model the 81 year old entrepreneur is in fact a cover model of sports illustrated's annual swimsuit issue
3: that is crazy in i a- want i want to be margaret yeah like i fully want to be Martha we, Stewart. You know, I'm sure years ago she,
5: does. she had done modeling so she's no stranger it was like many years ago but um
3: but whatever the pictures are great whatever she's done with her aging process because obviously she's had yeah. work done she's done it right
1: yeah. She yeah, looks it does look it does not look crazy obvious no. or anything like it's that. It's a good thing. And Kathy, you've already got the cooking part down pat. Yeah, so <laughs> Well, listen, well, the, the, the activities, the
3: well, yes, all of the the like floral design <laughs> and and the the do it yourselves, yes, the cooking not so much. It's
5: the lethal food we have to get past. H-
3: however, she does have a list of uh, easy recipes that I do make on holidays.
5: I mean, if you ever look at
1: like what all she she's like everything, anything and everything. Everything it's crazy how well versed she is at certain things like even like raising poultry like yeah, chickens and she, stuff yeah. like that i mean like she's a champion at it
5: she her story's actually pretty cool and then i was um, i forget what it was on but it was a, they were kind of reexamining um cases and and uh, lawsuits that grabbed the headlines and remember her thing with uh, yeah. insider trading mm-hmm. and they make a case in this documentary that She should not have gone to jail for that, that they were, that she was made a scapegoat.
1: So in a video that accompanies the online photo gallery, Stuart says, I don't think about age very much, but I thought that uh, this is kind of historic, and I want other women to feel that uh, they could also be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Do we have a clip?
5: We her? have, yes. We have a clip of her talking about the um, process of going to do the photo shoot. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, yeah. Get a little bit of that. Here we go. <laughs>
9: what do you think? I, I like that picture. I'm sort of shaking because, you know, it's odd to go to an island and then get changed into nine different bathing suits
1: <laughs> in one Day in front of all those people, and it turned out okay. So the publication announced Stewart's cover appearance Monday morning, saying in a tweet that Stewart is continuing to make her mark. Her cover appearance comes at a time uh, when questions about ageism in society and the workplace are a hot topic. Older women are finding increased acceptance in Hollywood, at least as evidenced by this year's Oscars. Of course, Michelle Yeoh, at 60 years old, won for Best Actress in her role. And everything, everywhere, all at once. And Jamie Lee Curtis, who is 64, won for Best Supporting Actress for her part in the same picture. Uh, Not that Stewart is exactly new to posing for pictures. She started uh, her professional life as a model in her teens. Uh, She later became a stockbroker. But obviously, she found her greatest success in the lifestyle space with books, television shows, and a magazine. And her net worth is estimated to be around $400 million. I think
5: one of the funniest things is her friendship with Snoop
3: Dogg. Yes, like yeah. she, she, everything about her, I she's just great. And she's, by the way, she's in her 80s. Yeah. yeah. 82. Like, yeah. Or 80, I,
5: is
1: she 82 or 81? 81. Yeah, 80. 81. That's yeah. insane. I mean. <laughs> yeah. So she is one of four cover models for this year's swimsuit issue. The others are, as we said, uh, birthday girl Megan Fox, also singer-songwriter Kim uh, Petras, and five-time SI swimsuit model Brooks Nader. Uh, and so uh, she's got living her best life as for it just it just keeps happening just for her. For,
5: now, I'd say this does. Well, obviously, we're talking about it. So they, they're they doing more stunt uh, covers. But um, does anyone? Do you remember? It used to be super huge. The SI release, oh, yeah, the reveal, yeah. Um, it was it was enormous. And now it's it's uh, kind of waned a bit over the years. Yeah, yep. I think
4: it hit its like yeah. its its zenith probably in the late eighties, early nineties. Like Christy Brinkley. Mm-hmm.
5: It still holds a prestige though. It does if, if absolutely. If you, if you are labeled, I'm with,
1: still trying for it with EPS, SI swimsuit model, then that's uh that's mm-hmm. something to yeah. hang your your head on. You know? well, I think so. we
5: can ha- we can break to a glass ceiling, Preston. Um, yeah, men doing it. It's not too late. Yeah. Uh, Sylvester
1: Stallone created monuments Mm -hmm. to the movies that made him a star. Uh, So you'd think that he would take them with him when he sold his estate to Adele, but it turns out that's not the case. Adele is now the proud owner of a Rocky statue (laughs) perched at the base of her new swimming pool. Um, What's funny about this and what it reminds me of, and it was was supposed to be tongue-in-cheek, uh, in the movie, I Love You, Man, yeah. Lou Ferrigno, <laughs> and there's a giant statue of himself out by the pool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Stallone actually did that.
5: Absolutely, yeah. So.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And so we don't know if there, there's also a Rocky statue that was inside the main house as well, but I don't know if that's still there it or is not. A,
5: a statue from over the top of the bathroom. <laughs> oh, yeah. no.
7: Yeah. <laughs> is
5: my head, my hat's backwards? Right. Yeah. That's the switch. That- and then you push my arm down and it flushes the toy. Oh, my God, that's that's brilliant. Over the top. That's brilliant. Yeah. And it Uh, stops people from taking up her deckers. So Adele
1: and her boyfriend, Rich Paul, posed in front of the house as they both held the keys to their new kingdom. As for the home, it is loaded with good stuff. A gym, a sauna, steam room, infinity pool, cigar room, screening room, custom bar, art studio, and a two-story
5: guest house. When you're just two people at a house that big, that's just kids, right? Um... Do you ever effectively live in the house, like all the house? No, you know, I wouldn't think so. I mean, so. you kind of always stay in just a couple rooms, anyway. Yeah, I would hope at
1: some point, if you're going to be there for years, that you might right. you know, try sleeping in another room.
5: Hey, what's in this room?
1: <laughs> uh, but it's mainly, I would think, for entertaining, yeah, or having people over as guests to stay, or you know, sharing it with family. Uh, it's one of the largest homes in the exclusive gated community of Beverly Park. Where <laughs> that's the re- that's the doorbell. Yeah,
5: Will you? I'll
1: be right there. I'm coming. Hang on. Uh, neighbors include. Well, Den- ring the, uh, uh, neighbors include Denzel Washington, Magic Johnson, Justin Bieber, and Lisa Vanderpump.
5: Lisa Vanderpump. Wow, another legend. Yeah. Uh. So. Yeah. She
1: now has a rocky snatch to call her own. All right, here's what I was referring to earlier with Janet Jackson. This is from a Philly Chit Chat. Actually, we had Huey Dillon on the other day. Yes. Uh, give us a call to talk about the Taylor Swift sighting that wasn't real. Wasn't real. Uh, Monday night at Broad Hall inside the Divine Lorraine, Quest Love hosted a birthday party for his friend Janet Jackson, whose birthday is today that we mentioned earlier. Marissa gave me the tip off on this. Uh, the evening started with uh, Philly's own DJ, Joshua Lang, spinning for the crowd. Janet arrived at about 11.20. Shortly afterwards, Questlove arrived to greet her as well as start his set at midnight. And the party continued till about 2 o'clock this morning.
4: I can only stay till 3
1: a.m. My mother's coming to pick me up. Uh, Wait, but was she only here because... No, she's got some shows in the area. Janet wore a leopard Dude. coat and arrived with three bodyguards and three friends. Uh, Questlove arrived alone. I assume that ended this morning or yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so Janet is in the middle of her tour and will appear in Allentown on Thursday. Uh, and okay. then the Hard Rock in Atlantic City on Saturday night.
5: No okay. no venue directly
1: here? Not that I know of. Mm. No, I've not seen anything mm-hmm. about that. Uh, in a recent Mother's Day blog post, Drew Barrymore. Explained how entering rehab as a teenager helped her realize that she needed to be emancipated from her parents. She said, when I got emancipated by the courts at 14 years old, the umbilical cord was severed, and I have not been the same since. It was necessary for me to step away and start to become my own person, and at the age of 14, my own parent. Uh, her mother sent her to Van Nuys Psychiatric in California when she was 13 years old. She said it was a drug rehabilitation center where, like the adults in residence, once you came in, you did not
5: leave. Her mother was a uh, like a wild child and was not a—what a, uh, was her name? Uh, Jade, was that the mom's name? I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, she was uh, she was an alcoholic, and I don't know if she's still alive, but yeah, she was a terrible parent. Uh, she was there
1: for nearly two years. She said, it taught me the foundations of telling your truth. Not in a way that made you an immovable person on some high horse, but your story, your feelings, your faults, your hopes and wishes, your hurts, what and where you wanted to get to in life. And she said, and very important... Who was going to help you on your path, and who you would have to let go? And for me, at the end, when I got out, it was my mother. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, it was her mother was uh, was toxic. Her mother introduced her no for that her
5: to drinking and yeah. drugs and all that stuff. Yeah. And I remember she was going out as much as Drew Barrymore was, and you yeah. can't have a mother like that. Nope.
1: You just can't. So from moms to dads, we'll jump over there. While uh,
5: appearing on CBS
1: Sunday morning over the weekend, actor Jeremy Strong recalled a traumatic experience from his childhood when the Succession star was eight years old. His father, David Strong, saved him from an oncoming car. He said the pair were out uh, walking one day when Jeremy said there was a car coming like 40 miles an hour. It wasn't slowing down for the traffic light. He said, so he picked me up, threw me out of the way, and he got hit by the car. Wow. Broke all the bones in both of his legs. Why did I do that? And he said, saved my life. He goes wow. running out and holds the kid in front of him. Yeah, so his dad uh, wow. jumped out and took the car. That had to be a pretty quick reaction. Yes, very much so. So, uh, great story uh, about his father. So, according to Entertainment Tonight, romance rumors are swirling around Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady.
5: Oh. oh. That can't be.
1: However, source told the outlet, the pair are just friends. Yeah. Uh, The source added, Tom and Kim have been in touch because Kim is looking to buy property where Tom has a vacation home. Oh. uh, In the Bahamas. Yeah. So Tom's rep have also
5: denied uh, the romance rumors. So I don't see that happening. But then again, I haven't seen a lot of these things happening, and they do.
1: Yeah. I don't see that happening. No. He's too purebred. Yeah. I don't know. Olivia Wilde shared photos of herself at Colton Underwood and Jordan C. Brown's wedding to her Instagram stories on Sunday. In one photo, the director can be seen wearing a white silk dress and holding a parasol. That's exactly what I would wear. She said, Wore a wedding dress to a wedding just so I could make a joke about it in my toast. Isn't it, isn't it considered bad cricket to wear a. Yes. Usually White? the bride. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, but you have two grooms in this particular situation. In another photo, she is hugging Underwood and Brown, and she said the grooms approve. All right. <laughs> so that, I think she checked ahead if of time. they're down with that, fine. And they were okay with it. Uh, Haley Bieber shared her fears about bringing children into the world with her husband, Justin Bieber. Uh, it was in a recent interview with the Sunday Times. She said, I want kids so bad, but I get scared. Uh, it's enough that people say things about my husband or my friends. It's hard to understand them. I can't imagine having to confront people saying things about a child. I mean, Google Gaga. What does that mean? Uh, she said, "What can we can only do the best that we can to can to raise them as long as they feel loved and safe." Haley Bieber's right. Haley Bieber. Haley <laughs> <is laughs> right. Bieber is right. <laughs> so on to Jamie Foxx. According to Entertainment Tonight, uh, he and his daughter Corinne Foxx are teaming up for a new game show. Uh, They said in a joint statement, we are thrilled to be developing We Are Family with uh, Jeff Apeloff and our friends from Fox Entertainment after so much success with six seasons of Beat Shazam. Uh, She said, we hope this show brings as much fun to audiences at home as we've had creating it when it premieres next year.
5: So what is the story? She said he was home and uh, playing pickleball. And then we also hear another story that he's... Not in the hospital, but that he's at a rehab facility that deals primarily with stroke recovery. Yeah, maybe, you know what, maybe pickleball is part of their therapy. Uh, Yes. I don't know. Maybe I need to get into pickleball. She said, we are family
1: will feature non-famous relatives of celebrities Uh. as audience members have the chance to win $100,000 if they can guess who the secret celebrities are through rounds of clues. Interesting, maybe. So We're the same. non-famous
5: s- siblings of famous people. So I know who the first one relatives, not relatives. necessarily siblings. Okay, so, yeah. Rob Kardashian, right? No one, I don't know. no one knows, who, knows who he is. He is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they could be.
1: I don't know. If they could, you know, if they'll go as far out as cousins and things like that.
5: But... Are you pretty good with them when you see early shots of celebrities? No, I'm not. really good with that. Yeah, and uh, but it's. Uh, I'd be curious to see how TMZ does that. You know, all the that. time.
1: Yeah, so they'll post a picture and say, you know, who is this? And you can usually nail it. Pretty good, yeah. No, I'm not good at that at all. Uh, Deadline reports that the forthcoming JFK thriller titled Assassination will have a star-studded cast. Al Pacino, John Travolta, Courtney Love, Viggo Mortensen... Rebecca Pigeon, Shia LaBeouf are all set to star in the film, and David Mamet will direct the pick. Wow. That's got the potential to be really good. David
5: Mamet, you know, the great writer, wrote uh, Glengarry Glen Ross. Yeah, and... so JFK thriller titled Assassination. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Too JFK, too furious. Uh, the
1: L.A. Times reports that iconic country music star Reba McIntyre will be joining The Voice for its 24th season. Uh, she's going to replace, uh,
5: she's gonna replace Bel- Blake Shelton. As part of the uh, four coach setup, I can't tell you how torn up I am at the loss of Blake Shelton on that show. I know, um,
4: I know, but you know, it, it was once... enough when Adam Levine left, and that
5: that, that dynamic
4: it, it was gone. it was you gone. You can't recapture it with anybody else. Can Reba do it? Uh, we're we're going to find out. All soon. right. She's sassy. She's sassy. Sexy, sassy bitch. 24 seasons? What is it? Two per? Like, how many years has it been? It's gotta be.
1: Yeah, I don't know how many years, but a lot of times they'll they'll pull off two seasons. Right. That's why The Bachelor has had, you know, 54. It's in its 200th season. Yeah. Uh, Deadline reports that sequels are in the works for two of Showtime's signature shows, Nurse Jackie and Weeds. Hmm. Uh, Edie Falco and uh, Mary Louise Parker are both expected to reprise their roles and executive produce... Uh, they individual sequels. I didn't watch either one of those shows, but I know. Oh, they, you didn't they, watch weeds? I didn't. Oh, you no. like it? Yeah, it's a uh, really good actors, uh, and there's weed. The sex scene, I remember seeing oh, yeah, that between yeah. oh, yeah, her yeah, and yeah. the younger dude, and yeah. they were kind of like, uh, like pushing at each other's faces, and oh, yeah. they were repelled but attracted to each other at the same time. It was kind of a weird little thing. I find her to be a sexy woman. She, yeah,
5: absolutely. Did you ever see the movie uh, Red with Bruce Willis and John Malkovich? Parts of it. Yeah.
1: She's, she's
5: good in Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, so, Avatar, The Way of
1: Water has officially set a streaming release date. Both Disney Plus and Max, formerly known as HBO Max, uh, will have it on June 7th. Uh, joint streaming rights between Disney Plus and Max allows Max to share streaming windows with Disney Plus and Hulu for half of the studio's titles throughout the 2022 release year. So the movies I guess that came out in twenty twenty two are available right. to be on all of those.
5: Did you see it? No. Yeah, I saw it. I uh I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had a little bit of um I've been here before, you know, which is the intent, but I you know, it's long. Uh it's um I don't know if you can get two or three more movies out of this, which is the plan. Right. So okay. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Uh it's also official that Archer is coming to an end. Uh, The long-running animated comedy will conclude with its uh, upcoming 14th season. And season 14 will premiere August 30th on FXX with two new episodes beginning at 10 p.m.
5: Used to watch it all the time. A very funny show, but 14 seasons.
1: In season 14, Archer and the agency are finding their own way with Lana at the helm. Her goal is to make money while also making the world a better place. But she quickly finds out running a spy agency isn't so cut and dry. Uh, Archer premiered on FX in 2009, It moved to FXX in 2017. And the series has received 10 Emmy nominations with four wins, including one for Best Animated Series in 2016. Hmm. And then a little bit of uh, Preston and Steve celebrity news. Really? Oh. Well, I don't know if it's celebrity news, but I don't know if you guys know this, but May 16th, 2005, 18 years ago was the day that we debuted on WMMR. Wow. This date 18 yeah. years ago. Our very yeah. first show on MMR took place. It's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're celebrating our 25th anniversary as an entity, uh, yeah. and we're going to have a party a week from this Friday at Keenan's
5: to commemorate that. Yeah, we just happen to coincide with the, uh, the Keenan's thing. It's going to be pretty cool. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. So
4: so, you want to hear a little bit of our first show? Yeah. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. Wait
5: till you hear
1: this. Oh, God. Here we go. Uh, well, it's the Preston and Steve show, and uh, this is our, our first day at uh, WMM1. Who's that kid? I, that voice sounds weird. yeah that yeah. kid? Wow. just feels great. Yeah. It feels awesome to be back on the radio. I mean, I was like this close to becoming a raging alcoholic while we were <laughs> off. So I'm glad that I'm forced to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning again. So now you can get back to working out and jogging. <laughs> and, you <know>, Hey, <laughs> well, your kid? voice sounds different, too. Oh. I
10: just want it. It's great to be back.
1: Yeah. Oh. Well, By yeah. the way... The time we were off? Yeah. Went to the gym two times. Yeah. All right. All right. Two right. times in almost three months. <laughs> <laughs> About 25 years, I'll be there. Excellent. But you know what? It's been a, uh, it's been a strange course of events that is, that, that's led to us being here. Uh, obviously, our our former radio station Y100 no longer exists, and and uh, we went through uh, you know a few strange moments there, but uh, but finally we we found our way here and hope to stay for a long time.
5: Very welcoming here at uh, at uh, WMMR, and and really the thing that was most important to us is that they wanted to provide us with a uh, chance. To be on the air here in Philadelphia. We, we, we love, love Being, being yeah. on the air so dearly for, <laughs> for really many years. You know, and that, <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Our voices did. We're different pitches. I would also say we're probably, there's probably a little bit. I mean, we definitely sound different regardless. Yeah. But I think that the audio file itself might be a little pitched up.
3: I also didn't, I just realized, so you guys were only together five years prior to me coming at, to the uh, show? By uh, yeah, it's probably well, not yeah, right. We, yeah, we, know. we know were together at WDRE. Do you count that time?
1: No, you... not as the president. No. As Steve, that okay. That's okay. the a time, right? That was uh, yes. Uh,
3: okay, okay. So twenty-five years as president. Yeah, because because I'm in twenty mm. years. So yeah, and that I didn't, makes sense. I didn't realize it was only five years prior to.
2: That's why everything really changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, so you you joined when? Uh, in two thousand
3: three. Oh there yeah. You go. So yeah, right. two thousand twenty. I'm in twenty years.
5: Yeah.
1: How about that? That is amazing. Time flies. All right, so
4: happy
3: anniversary,
1: everybody. Yay. All right, we're going to do the clips now. Sweetwater follows the inspiring story of Nat Sweetwater Clifton's journey to the NBA. And here, star Everett Osborne
8: talks about his role. This one person changed the game of basketball, like, just brought creativity, flair, and style, like the alley oops, like everything he brought. We love the game. We see the game to this day. We love and appreciate it, but we don't understand the reference point. So I think that was one of the pivotal parts for me, just really seeing that, understanding the responsibility we have with that. And it was beautiful.
1: Yeah. Sweetwater is available now. That's on Apple TV, by the way. Here's our next clip. Angry Rice tests her musical abilities in the new show, The Last Thing He Told Me. In this clip, she talks about the opportunities that she has had on set.
10: I love musical theater, and Josh Singer, who is our showrunner, he also loves musical theater, and so that was really fun to 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 play and to go into the studio and record a song and to um, to go through that whole process as. An added bonus. I don't
3: I don't want to, I don't think I want to see it.
1: The last thing he told me is also out now on Apple TV Plus. If you want to check that out. And by the way, Marissa handed me this note. If you would like to, the entire first show uh of the President and Steve program will be uh on posted on presidentsteve.com Now? About, or right Now it is up now. How about if, that? If you'd like to check show. it out. Yeah, please. All right. And there you go entertainment report for today we're going to take a break we'll be back in a moment later this morning we're going to have uh, michael carbonaro on the show chef uh, jennifer carroll is stopping by and some free food for you might be in the works so you want to stick around for that as well we'll be back in a moment stay put
6: teachers rock and mmr feels they deserve special recognition That's why Preston and Steve are looking for the coolest teacher at your high school. It's not a pop quiz, but we will need you to vote. Tune in at 615 when Preston and Steve select at random one area high school. Students from that school will have 24 hours to vote for their coolest teacher at PrestonandSteve.com. President Steve's Coolest Teacher. Weekdays at 6.15. Sponsored by Five Below. Hot stuff. Cool prices.
5: 93.3 WMMR.
1: Class dismissed. I know we can't stop talking about Taylor Swift. Uh, She's so. changed us. Yeah, she has. She's really changed.
5: made us different people. You heard that she lowered my voice. Yeah. yeah. You were listening earlier. Your, your, your Way voice up.
1: was at much higher
5: register. And yet now my, my testicles have dropped and I'm, I'm more of a man. Now, there was a story that uh,
1: Steve Sawyer sent to me uh, about... Tay Tay, uh, and it was in a, a, a New York City club, an, an exclusive club called Casa Caprini. It's a $4,000 a year club. I don't know what type of club. I think it's just like a, a restaurant or bar or something like that. But they have apparently like a strict no photo policy, no pictures taken. And somebody, three people actually took
5: pictures of Taylor. And what happened? They got thrown out. They got Uh-oh. thrown out. They, they are no longer welcome. At Club Cipriani or Cipriani or whatever. Uh, Cipriani.
3: No pictures, huh? Like at all? You're not allowed to have a phone?
1: Uh, it says they have a no photo policy. Yeah, no so, photography policy.
5: Um, I First off, I don't know if... So this is like a, like a club, like a nightclub, I guess. Right. I had no idea. That's how out of the realm I am. I sit home and I watch Jeopardy. But uh, that there are clubs... Where I always think of like country clubs, where you pay a fee and you know you become a member. Yeah, but I didn't realize there were maybe for the upper echelon or oh, celebrities. This is a club club. This is yeah, a this, club club. Yeah, Steve. There are social clubs, and that's probably what this is considered. I had no idea. Yeah, uh, I don't operate in that realm. You know me; I'm a farmer at heart.
4: Well, you know what? There's a yeah. There's a club down the shore, Steve. That is a quote unquote social club. And then, uh, what, what,
5: it's, what's it's, the fee? Do you know?
4: Yeah like five bucks
5: oh, well, but, okay. here, but here's the deal
4: yeah. uh you when you join this it's a beach bar when you join it you cannot uh like let's say you join on a monday you're not allowed to show up there as a uh client for three days so what it does is it just keeps like the weekenders away all right because it's a really nice club uh, bar on the beach and so it, you know it's not necessarily exclusive but it is meant to uh, drive away like weekenders and stuff like that. This, these clubs are meant to keep the riff, riff right? like myself like me. away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
0: There's a really nice one in Philly. I've mentioned it before um, because it has kind of a funny-sounding name, but it's called the Fittler Club, and oh, yeah. uh, it's in Philadelphia. It's right on the river. Um, and I guess it's a social club, but it also has like a gym there and uh, there's, you know, bars and restaurants. Uh, and I've been lucky enough to go a couple of times. I have some friends who are members. Do you it's know, do real- you know the fee is, uh, I don't. There are, was a lot. There are varying levels, Steve. So you can buy like family passes. You can buy an annual pass. Um, okay. But uh, it's not cheap, but it, it's really nice on the inside. I, I was, I felt really lucky to go there.
3: I, remember, it, I mean, it was a thing for a while. Like, is it still? Are people still? I don't know.
0: It? I mean, uh, th- you can actually stay there. There
5: are, they have uh, five or six hotel rooms uh, contained within this club. Well, that's pretty exclusive. Five or six hotel rooms. So I gotta imagine. Well, I don't know. I don't know about this side of the. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not. Uh... It's not your scene. Yeah, not your scene. You're, you're not interested in any of
0: that kind of stuff. I
1: don't. Feel comfortable well, in exclusive
0: clubs. It's funny that you say that because neither do I. And, and then I went to this place and I felt inc- incredibly comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was just like the clientele. But you are with a friend too. I guess. But like the, the, the people that work there, there's nothing
1: exclusive about it. They, they want you to feel comfortable. They want you to feel at home. Do you guys know golf is my thing, and, and obviously country clubs are where the, golf, the best uh, golf courses are, and I'm not a member at any. And I
3: Oh, at a country club?
1: Yeah, no. I'm, I'm friends with lots of people oh. who have memberships, and they take me as guests, and so I'll go and do that. But when I go, I just feel out of place. I just want to be on the golf course. Do
5: you ever get thrown keys by somebody?
1: Like, is it like I'm the, yeah, like I'm the, like I'm there to take their car. no yeah. I don't I don't feel comfortable in the locker room, inside the club, in the bar, in the restaurant. I just feel out of place. I've had a couple of bad experiences, okay, uh, with with members at at places where, um, like I, I've heard some blatantly straight up racist uh, um, you know, Oh, really? Oh, yeah, uh, language where I'm just like, that ain't good. And, and it has driven me away from, yeah. from, from being, uh, wanting to join. There's a place that's 10 minutes from my house. And I was there one time and this guy just threw out this language that I was just like, I can't believe mm-hmm. you have said this not only in front of me, somebody you don't know, in front of all these other people and nobody has said anything. Screw this place. You know, it's just a total turnoff. Um,
3: I'm I'm surprised because you are a golfer. And so I just, that's what I associate with. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you're a golfer. You you belong to a country club. But um, not for the same reasons, but I sort of feel that way. Like when I go to a country club, I'm like, I'm not a country club person. Yeah. I wasn't growing up. I, I've never belonged to one. But some of my friends do. My brother does. So when I go to their places, I'm like, they know. They know that ah, I don't belong here. We have
5: an interloper. We have an interloper in the club. Everyone go to your safe pods.
3: Well, so there was, I, I went. She's wearing
5: things from Target. Wearing things from Target. Well, Steve,
3: let me tell you about going and, and what I was wearing. So, uh, my, you know, you have to have that, uh, spend a certain amount of money on uh, food. And so, if yes. they don't reach their limit, my friend forever is calling me. She's like, hey, meet me for drinks. Let's we're going we're, we're to get something to eat. We're going to get drinks at the bar. And I'm like, yeah. okay. So, the one day, I was literally out. I think I was probably at Target and she texted me. I'm like, okay, I'll come by. And not even thinking. I mean, I wasn't... I didn't look like a slob, but I... I showed Will up with what you I,
5: and Ellie may be having dinner tonight? No.
3: Well, I showed up with what I was wearing. And um, it, I, she didn't know what I was wearing, but she goes, hey, when you get here, walk around back, like where the pool is, come through the back door. I'm in that bar. I'm like, okay, I knew exactly where it was. So I didn't have to walk through the country club. I literally right, walked... You know around back and I got in and I could see the bartender and he kind of like looked me up and down Mm. and I sat down and no one said anything but I said to her I go am I allowed to have jeans and sneakers on? She goes, no, you're not. But it's okay, Did just sit here.
5: you just get back from the crick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: like I had, yeah. had whatever, you know, I wore to work that How day How the
5: crawdaddies biting? <laughs> what
1: about, uh, like, the after-hours clubs? I mean, are they, uh, they're not crazy exclusive. You just pay some money and you're a member, right? Well, Marissa would know more than anybody. I'm looking at her, so.
11: Yeah, there's all sorts of ones. Like, there's there's a really good restaurant slash stays up in late club called Politi Social Club. Uh, I, I can feel like I'm getting old because I'm talking about the ones that serve food until 4 in the morning <laughs> and drinks. Um, but that's like a... Um Bar, restaurant, where you have to, like, knock on the door and they kind of, like, open up the peephole. Like, like an old like, speakeasy. Yeah. yeah. Steve, it is in South Philly. Um, Joey Baldino's grandparents owned this restaurant and he still has, like, the book on oh, the... Oh, Merlino? Uh, no, no, Baldino. Oh, okay. his the last name, yeah. Um, mm. So there's that, but then there's also, like, a... Uh, New England, Clam, and <laughs> the red or the white. Like, what was not one next to Delilah's, Kathy? Yep. Oh, Z-bar. when you would
3: leave Delilah's yeah. a Z-bar. Yeah. Z-Bar. that's
11: Z-bar where and G-Lounge and... That was
3: where we met Donovan McNabb, remember? Weren't we together Which on time? that night? <laughs> uh, it was the first time we met him, and Matt Cord was there, too. Uh, I was just off of what she was saying. So, like, you know, when I was just out of college and, you know, in my early 20s, that was, like, our thing. We would go to these after our... Well, it was like, you know, the places that were exclusive as, you know, and especially my friend that lived down there, this was her whole life. So anytime I would go and hang out with her you would want to get into the, to those exclusive places. Well, and we, so we went to all of them. You, you made could friends you with people. you only get in and... with
5: someone who had a, like a membership? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, you so, would so, have to. So someone had to have a membership and you had to be a guest of that person to get in.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I we, didn't we realize never, that. We are, she may have joined in a couple of them and that's probably how I got to some of them. But yeah, I mean, you would
11: just become friends with people and that's how you would get in. Yeah, some of them are membership. And Steve, some of them are like Studio 54 where you're kind of like standing outside and there's a line and they keep the line Outside, extra long, so that people walking by right,
5: get in are that line. Not me.
11: Yeah, and they kind of so, like look around. Perhaps so, what's a place
5: like that right now? The where girls
11: get plucked out? Um, there's where, where one, there's
5: like a Studio 54 line outside.
11: There's one on uh, 15th and Sansom. I don't know what it's called these days, but it's right. Um, there's like a parking lot right there on the corner. It's right by like Oyster House. <laughs>
5: And
1: what kind of club is it? Is I know what you're talking like, about. I've seen a line out there yeah, in front before. It's yeah. Really? It's, it's,
5: and it's, you never wanted to stop and get in that line, Preston? Dude, this, <laughs> no, I remember when
1: we were on our way home. We were yeah. in the city, and we are leaving. Oh, man, I'm exhausted. Let's go. And these people were just starting to line up for <laughs> yeah. this place. I'm like, you're out of your even, goddamn mind. <laughs> even
11: Ladder 15 is still packed. Every day there's a line down the street. You but that's not exclusive, is it? Uh, no, but they'll keep a line outside and kind of, you know. Only let a few people in at a time. But that's not one of these, like, you can't see into the place. There's no windows to kind of go in. It's like the one on the corner is, uh, like, two stories up. It's not so my so you scene. In, yeah, you have to walk a couple stories. Yeah, but you go in and like you know, one room has one sort of DJ and another one has another, and then there's like the VIP room. Oh, then there's that one called Noto, which is uh, stop. <laughs> my club girls. My club girls. I know.
3: I saw. Guess what, I saw Noto last night.
11: Yeah, I saw Deadmau play there a couple months ago. <laughs>
3: There was um, there was actually one uh, kind of like the the speakeasy where you had to knock you couldn't get in unless you were with somebody that the, that the doorman knew and it was um, it was basically like all TV personalities it was when I worked at Channel Ten and I couldn't when they first took me I couldn't believe it I was like wait so this is where you all come and I'm just I mean I had been working there for years
5: hey,
1: yeah right
3: it, it was like you
5: know John Belarus <laughs>
3: well. John, well John, no, John Belaris was there. Gary Papa was there. John Clark was there. Like there was, I, I went with a couple of friends that okay. I worked with and it was, I, listen, it, I think it's not just that, but it was on, on this specific day of the week. It is where all of them went. It was downstairs. You had to knock. The doorman had to know who was who was knocking and if you weren't with somebody they knew, you were not allowed to. So in. how come, is it so that... They- Let's
1: create an exclusive (laughs) club just for morning radio people. We'll be done by three o'clock in
5: the afternoon. Absolutely, I would
7: love
5: that. Well, that was the but I mean, how can we? I never. No one ever took the hand that there was this. How, you, well, how, you found uh, out about it by accident.
3: Well no, well, no, because I worked there and eventually oh, I was oh, that's right, I yeah. was invited to go. But I mean, and it wasn't just one station. It was all of the stations. Like they were, everybody was friends. Everyone was hanging out. Right. And it was a late night club because we worked until we worked the 11 o'clock news. So it was after that. We weren't out until midnight.
11: Was it pen and pencil? I-
3: no, it was pen
1: not pen pencil. and pencil, no. I do, I kind of like the like the the industry places where, you know, uh, where people in the same industry will get together and kind of hang out at, at a joint. I think that's kind of neat. They they do that for um,
5: uh, service industry uh, people. Right, do right. That, you yeah. Know, who, who like, work in, in restaurants and In bars. the weeds nights, they'll call them, or, or uh, yeah. uh, the, the night that they're not working. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but you're right, there's no... There's no radio. Is there? No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Come on. <laughs> I mean, where are we on the pecking order? That's such yeah. sort of, a sort of good, you know. Uh-huh. Uh But, uh, like, newspapers? There used to be a classic bar in New York where the journalists would go hang out. We used okay. see people like um, Jimmy Breslin and those classic uh, writers from years ago. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if anything like that exists.
3: And, and listen, it was like it was very early on. It was when Stu Baikowski still had his column. And right. He was the it, DJ. And but the girl that I that would take me, that I would go with, and she would look at me and she goes, "You don't say anything to him because he will no, write about t- it. Keep your mouth shut <laughs> yeah. and don't talk to him right. about That's anything." The gossip hey column this day, days <laughs> he
11: with Dan Gross kind of walking around, and you wouldn't want to talk to him either. Well, but Dan, Dan was kind. Dan was nice. Stu was.
3: Stu yeah. would find the gossip, and I mean, there was there were things that he wrote about that you know it, it hurt people. He was a little vicious. He was vicious. Yeah, yeah. I
5: agree. Uh, Guess I'm, who's using a menstrual cup? I'm
1: gonna. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go to Michelle. Hi Michelle. Good morning.
9: Good morning, guys.
7: How are you? Oh,
1: oh my God! You All gotta right. be kidding, Michelle. Hi Michelle.
9: real when i lived in miami (laughs) 1979 i lived in coconut grove okay coconut grove Grove. it's this club called hunting for the bears it was in a residential area in my neighborhood it was in between houses you didn't even know it was there unless you saw it i mean it was like that you know i worked there i had a dress in dress clothes to wait on people. And it was so exclusive. You could barely see. It was so dark in there. And you would only get a few tables each because it was high-class clients.
5: So this was in a residential area?
9: Yep, yep, in my neighborhood because I lived in Miami Coconut Grove back in the day. Do you
5: think... so? Okay, so it was zoned for it. It wasn't a legal club, was it?
9: No, it wasn't illegal, but it was, you know, people, money, and back then, you know, the dealers and stuff. And, you know, it was like you could I could barely see the client's Faces.
5: That's how dark it was, and it was all like couches and stuff. Yeah. And okay. It, okay. All right. So, the it's, it's like uh, the Penguin's Club in the Batman, right? That sort of, yeah, you know, it's yeah, the, was,
9: was was like a, a subroom. room. There was a Penguin's
5: Club in Miami. <laughs> oh my god.
9: Well, I. I <laughs>
5: Were you Harley Quinn for a while? What? No. Go ahead. So, so what was this club like?
9: It was just. It was just somewhere to get, like after hours. Like just like just to hang out with whoever, and like mm. I said, it was very. And you only got a few tables each because the clients. It was so, you know, it was rich people.
5: Oh, I do. Look, look at the life on you. Yeah, Michelle, what did you do there? What was your job?
9: Ninth, when did I do that?
1: What was your job there?
9: I was a waitress.
1: You're a waitress. All right. We did anybody, cocktail, anybody give you any?
9: Stri- it was strictly cocktails. It was just a it was a cocktail waitress, and I had a dress. Now think about it, back in '79. You know, I dress, dress slacks, dress blouses, like real, like, you know, and that's how you went to work. And I didn't go to work till late at night, but luckily I could walk in the neighborhood. Like it was kind of because it was so dark, they didn't even have lights back then hmm. in the neighborhood. They like,
5: hadn't invented you know, lights yet.
9: <laughs> and Coming
5: soon, lights.
9: <laughs> yeah, they, I'm, I'm, tell, I'm, not, I'm serious. Yeah. How, I mean, that was the place to be. And then they had the Coconut Grove Hotel. Well, which was um, a very exclusive place to go. You had to be a member.
1: Michelle, I, hang uh, on. Did any of these
5: rich people give you a big tip at any oh, point yeah, in time? Yeah,
9: you only got a few tables because that's how good you made money. That's so who's, who, money.
5: was there a celebrity you encountered there?
9: Uh, right now, never a celebrity. But I did run it uh, when, when I was staying at the Coconut Gray Hotel one night partying with some friends. Um, Super Tramp was in town.
5: Super Tramp. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. You waited on Super Tramp. This is
9: America album back in the 70s and we went downstairs to have breakfast and that and they were down there having breakfast
5: huh the, the band this it's is when
4: you were, as a in a bar? <laughs> <laughs> you were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar
5: well
1: that much is true can, can
5: not grow you can't, can't can can not. Not grow can't
1: that. that's wild Michelle uh, interesting.
9: Casey, here's another thing. We talked the other day about drive throughs. There was a place across from my apartment I lived in across the street. It was called the Cow Cal Barn. And you drove up and you got your milk and bread. You went in one side and, and ordered your milk and be- bread, and then you went around the other side and you paid the cashier.
4: Ah. Uh. That's unreal. Right. freaking real That's yeah. unreal. I can't believe that. that no, Michelle
1: is family
5: making family notes family. of previous shows <laughs> right, and things yeah, that yeah. she missed out on talking
1: about. Uh, she's
3: uh, got to well, get it all in. We yeah, we, we, we
5: appreciate the story, and, and, and the cowbell sounds pretty cool, too. It's, it's
3: a cow, cow,
9: oh, a cow barn. Cow barn.
5: All right. Damn it, I screwed it up. you to throw that in
9: because I can't, quite, I can't keep buggy every time <laughs> You know, buggy, we love having you call
1: in, Michelle. Thank you.
9: I love talking to you. We love you. Great nice weather. All right, you you? Well, <laughs> I love um,
1: Do you remember Steve? The uh, we were talking about exclusive clubs. We got started on this because there was a club in in New York City where Taylor Swift and her new boyfriend Matt Healy were. Yeah, and somebody took a picture of them, and they have uh, very specific um, no pictures. And in fact, the club's policy states photography and videography on the premises is strictly forbidden in all areas. Taking photos or posting on social media is also prohibited while on premises, which is kind of like a uh, Hop Sing laundromat. Uh, is that the same thing? Yeah, yeah, no pictures allowed.
11: Zero pictures. You will get kicked out. You are allowed to use your phone now in the like atrium, but nowhere else. In so fact, uh, they're celebrating their eleventh anniversary next. Damn it! it I gotta all. go. I gotta
5: Let's go. go I know. Let's this go. this you're excited about this place because you like the cocktails, yes, right? I
1: want to try some. Marissa says they're just the yummiest. So is so. it to
5: protect? Celebrities, like when Preston shows up. I, yeah. Think, yeah.
11: I think for Hop Sing, it's uh, more just about the. Exclusivity of the club—it's just so cool inside. You don't pay
5: a membership, though, right?
11: There's no membership for that. You're allowed in, but there is one that opened up like last year. It's um, the guy who owns Tinsel, which is that Christmas-themed bar. Yes, and Tradesman Uban. He opened up. um, It's called One Hundred One. I had to look it up, and uh, there's like an application process for it. It Has eighty-five seats, and you you have to like enter your salary and where you live, and pretty much. All of your, your personal, personal information. Salary? Yes, just to apply. What? Just to apply to go to this just place? to apply. And so I kind of <laughs> Don't they the, know who you are? I had the same exact reaction to this. I mean, I guess you could lie. What is that? what I was going to say. Write? You could just
1: lie about what you made. A billion.
11: Is there a fee? Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, so there's a membership fee. And then on that's top of that, is. I don't think there's a minimum, but you belong to it. And then you can go in there. And I was talking to somebody. like, why the hell... Would you do this? And then I don't know about Taylor Swift level, but they were saying like if you're a business person or something, you want to go somewhere right. that is exclusive, that you know you're going to have a table. Yeah. That if you have people in town, you can go right up. You can that have makes a reservation.
1: Sense. I get. I get that makes sense. And definitely. It, I'm here it's with John cool. Belair. I'd like a table <laughs> in the back, please. No. The, so they're they're saying this club. I'm talking about Casa Caprini, uh, or Capriani, a uh, Cipriani. I'm sorry. Is four thousand dollars a year? Oh That's a membership. <laughs> Um, I know that seem- like like uh, country clubs usually have to pay an initiation fee first then you pay your uh, your regular you know monthly or yearly uh, dues. So what can that run? And then you have to, a minimum amount that you have to spend per month Yeah, It's, mo- it's more
3: than this. It's more than what oh, he's yeah. saying. Oh, it's way more. Well, so uh, this is
5: four grand just, but this is four grand a year just, just for a cocktail a club. Yeah, just yeah. getting into a cocktail right. or, or a restaurant place. That you, much you get, is true. With, I don't have
1: it With a country club, you get, you know, swimming pool, tennis courts, golf, yes. golf course, stuff like that, and, and usually. So. That's
11: why you're supposed to join as like a young member because yes. you get in cheaper and you miss that like big initiation thing. Well,
1: and that's uh, most country clubs. They mm-hmm. they offer really good deals for young members, and and yeah. I didn't find that out until I got older. <laughs> uh, so how much can you drop? Say at a good club overall for like a year, really good. Yeah, one? yeah, yeah. Well, you can spend an initiation fee of fifty to one hundred thousand dollars.
7: Whoa! Yeah. Uh, and wow.
1: Then, then probably per year? ten thousand. No, no, no. Okay. That's the initiation, and then. You know, ten to twenty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking super yeah. duper you top know, level. Yeah, yeah, Philadelphia Country Club stuff like that. Now, I'm I'm just throwing a, the n- a name out there, uh, and I don't know exactly what they're. Uh, uh, initiations and, and all that stuff are. But it's way the hell up there. It's very wow. expensive. Yeah. yeah,
11: the place that Nick had mentioned, Fitler Club, that was kind of their basis behind starting. So if somebody who, like, lives in the city or comes into the city needs a space to go and you want to join a club, but you don't golf or you don't play tennis right. or you don't use those amenities, you're just joining, like, the building that has a workspace and a pool and a gym and childcare and a bowling alley. Steve, I've, I've,
1: met, I've met people who are members at, like, Three clubs like that. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, it's, it's insane. I'm, I'm I, talking like, you know, Marion,
5: Aronimek, uh, yeah. Pine Valley, and it's just it's stupid. I know what Mine you, what you guys say, though, but I feel so out of place at a place like that. Totally. God. Completely. Totally. It does not matter. you yeah. just like, they're going to find out. <laughs> uh, in
3: 2021, Philly Mag uh, posted the Fittler Club prices, uh, and it actually... It's not. It doesn't seem that bad. Their month. The monthly dues are two hundred and twenty-five dollars, uh, plus an initiation of twenty-two fifty.
1: And like Morris okay, said, if you're that's younger, nothing it's nothing like cheaper. a country club. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing like a country club. But yeah. so
3: that was that. Yeah, that's the price for members under thirty. Between thirty and fifty was three hundred a month, and then over fifty, they pay four hundred a month. So
5: why why is that? as you're older, do they feel that you might die have, in a corner no. and stink up a place? <laughs> they want you to. They want you to pledge your loyalty when you're younger, so
0: that you stick around for the rest of your yeah, life and when right, you get older, yeah. you remain a member. You're, you're for a remain a area. Area. And then maybe you get family members, yeah. and you know all that. My so. friend Ryan goes there, and he, he works there. Like that'll be his office for
5: the day. Okay,
11: Steve, I have the perfect place for you. It's called Messina Social Club. It's on East Pass Young. They have really, really good food. Twenty five bucks a year. Well,
5: oh, okay. that's that seems reasonable.
1: To do it? Do they have action figures that Steve can play yes. with? Oh, a Batman and table? That's what what the would,
5: thing. A Batman and <laughs> table. What does that twenty five bucks get me?
11: It just it literally just gets you a membership. So that you can go, like at, you can't and
5: make a reservation because you can't do that at any place.
11: Yeah, it's just it's making you feel special. Oh, all yeah, right. that's part of that's it, it too.
5: You get you get a little
11: card. Oh,
8: yeah.
1: Look at me. You,
11: you get know? to bring people. He
1: put down the twenty five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you guys
8: remember make that. Make
0: sure he gets a great table. It was 2015, 2016, something like that, and we shot the calendar at an outdoor yeah. pool oh, yeah. in yeah. South yeah. Philly. Yeah, uh, that's gone. I think is
3: yeah. that gone? Yeah, that
5: was a was that that was an inner city.
0: It country was, club it was a swim club it wasn't a, a country club no it was like a, a swim club that had a bar but right. i think it was like privately run and privately owned but it just like a normal looked like a normal house from the street I love that place. We were only there for a day, but I, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And
1: that's gone now?
0: I, I don't know.
11: Yeah, I think it's gone. Okay. Yeah, there's there, another one called the Lombard Swim Club. Are you guys familiar oh, I've been with this there. one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's on like 22nd and Lombard, and it is exclusive. Like it, like the same way, you know how you, it's really hard to get your kids into kindergarten? Like you have to apply before your kids are even born to mm-hmm. get them into a kindergarten? That's what the Lombard Swim Club is like. You have to like go for months. And I remember there was this uh, oh. like new headline-breaking uh, uh, contest controversy when they let Cliff Lee into the club when he joined the Phillies because they wanted a special person.
1: Now, here's a place for us, Steve, and I drove by the other day. Marissa, I was driving right by your apartment, by the way. We are in the city to go to the play the other night, and I drove by, and I didn't catch the name of it, but it's a club. It's an indoor adult miniature golf.
11: Miniature golf! Oh! And
1: bar place. Now you're you know what I'm talking kids. about. It's
11: not open yet. It okay. is going to be in the... Um, not the gallery. What's the uh, Liberty One? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Liberty
5: is it, One. A it $1,000 a month?
11: It's an old Applebee's. Oh. Okay. Ah. Yeah, it's like the whole first floor of Liberty One is there. But there's a couple of them. There's one across the street from St. Joe's um, High School called Liberty Grounds. Right down here? Yep. Yeah.
1: And that's, a, uh, that's a, an indoor?
4: That's, you said high school. High school. That way. Oh, I'm no sorry, i was thinking
1: St. Joe's uh, College. St. Joe's Prep?
11: St. Joe's Prep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: there's a, uh, it's a miniature golf?
11: Yep. Oh.
1: And cocktails and food yep. and all yeah, that stuff? Yeah, it's like
11: first floor is bar and cocktails and I think a no. brewery. Downstairs? That's my kind of club. I'm
1: talking my speed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow.
11: And they're also bringing, I think that uh, ti- Tiger Woods has a really exclusive indoor mini golf type thing going on. Yeah. Really? It's like an answer to Top Golf. So um, Wait, wait,
1: wait. It, it miniature golf or golf simulator?
11: No, it's mini golf. Okay. But you're playing through, like imagine playing through a house where you like play through a library and then you go through the kitchen and so that's each a, room is like weird. really stacked up. Where and, is this? Um, they're opening, they're all over the country. I think there's one coming to Fishtown or Kensington and it might not be the Tiger Woods one. It is uh, another famous golfer.
1: Okay. All right. Is it called, what was it called Nick? Pop stroke? That's the Tiger Woods one. Okay. I'll never forget when Pop had a stroke. No, it's not that at
5: all. Yeah, his face got a saggy yeah. sagging. stuff. I
0: don't stay away from clubs. By the uh, way, that but, uh, that Top Golf and uh, King of Prussia looks like it's almost finished. Getting close. Yeah, I'm, I am.
5: I am very excited about this. I do. I have no ability at all, but I know that you don't need an ability to go. No, to, it's to it's, this. it's
0: fun and it's just it's a good time, and you can uh, hit the hell out of the ball if you want,
1: or you can just we uh, need uh, chill and have a good time. We need a Preston and Steve Knight there. Yeah. Yeah. I would love yeah. to do that. We need the whole. That's my kind of club. And bring a bunch of friends and do that. All right. Well, while you are uh, stopping up a, a Wawa to get. your shorty this morning. Some people are paying four thousand dollars a year to hang out with Taylor Swift, but you can't take pictures. They'll take pictures, they'll throw you out
5: in trouble. And then you'll be like us.
1: Yeah. All right. So anyhow, thanks for the calls and checking in. We gotta take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Some bizarre file stories are on the way and we got a couple of guests joining us this morning too. I'll give you the details in a little bit. Stay put. We'll be back shortly.
6: Hey, you want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes. We snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away.
12: Preston and Steve.
4: Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. Steve.com.
8: Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services
0: like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5%
1: off every day on your favorite O, organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5
0: per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash Fresh Pass for program details. Service available in select
1: areas. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, Let's do the Bizarre File to help kill some time for it.
2: WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre. Bizarre File.
1: Brought to you this morning by Coors Light. Join the Preston and Steve Show live from Keenan's in North Wildwood. Friday, May 26th for the official opening of the Jersey Shore. You won't hit any traffic if you come out that early Mm, to join us. Uh, it's going to be starting at 6 a.m., so it's brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill down the shore. A Pennsylvania man accused of hiding out in a woman's attic for two days told the judge the woman wanted that kind of attention. Really? Yeah. Then it all works out. Maurizio Guerrero. Uh, took the stand on Friday in his uh, trial, and prosecutors have accused him of sneaking into the home of a woman he met on OnlyFans in 2021. he like having a background? And of uh, taking pictures of her while she slept. But Guerrero testified that he thought it was part of the dynamic of their relationship, saying that she wanted him to be obsessed and a stalker and that she liked it. Now, he might actually not be too far Are you off. kidding? On Thursday, the victim testified that she was often drunk when talking to Guerrero and does not remember much of their conversations. Guerrero explained what he recalled from those conversations, saying, We talked about meeting up, about me coming up between uh, uh, between that. We talked about having intercourse, he said. Prosecutor said Guerrero made six unwanted visits to New Hampshire with the victim mostly refusing to see him. But she did testify that they met one time and had sex. Ah. She also testified... So,
5: uh, obviously, you got to live in her attic now. That she kept... Yeah, he's... he's Trust me he's, he's out of his, he mind. jumped that bridge.
1: Uh she also testified that she kept communicating with him because she liked how it made her feel. Yeah, like he's living in the attic. The defense said Guerrero believed that the two were in a relationship based on their conversations and asked him on the stand how he got into the house. He said it was the back door. When asked how he did, he re- how he did it, he responded, I tried to use a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about so the back door with She her. gave him a crowbar instead of a yeah. key yeah. and said, just let yourself in the back. I want to move in with you. Here's your own crowbar. Uh, the trial is expected to continue oh next week. A brave 13-year-old girl fought off a shark while being attacked at a Florida beach Thursday, and now she's sharing her heroic story. Ella Reed was sitting in shallow water with her friend near a jetty at Fort Pierce Beach when she suddenly felt a sharp pain on her side. Uh, She said the shark itself was so powerful. That was what it felt, uh, what I felt the most because it was hitting my stomach really hard. Uh, She punched the shark as it approached her, but shortly after the shark swam away, it ended up swimming right back to her. She said it wouldn't leave me alone, so I had to use my arm and use my hand too, so it got my arm and finger. After being approached once again by the shark, Reed immediately called for her mom and brother. Reed's mother said that she was in shock after seeing the shark swimming around her daughter. She said it was insane because she was totally covered in blood, pretty much from head to toe. Well, now it started. So she couldn't really see what went on. Oh, man. And uh, she was uh, shaking, but she was calm. Uh, she ended up getting 19 stitches after being bitten in the stomach, arm, finger, and the top of her knee. Fortunately, someone
5: on the beach had a possum with a bomb and impressed. Oh, oh
1: wow. Saved yeah, the God. day. Uh, Reed believes that she was bitten by a bull shark about five to six feet long and is at home recovering. Bull sharks are the deadliest sharks. Reed said that she is proud of the scars she has because she knows that it could have been so much worse.
5: Man, that's a a miracle. A longtime New York City
1: news anchor was fired from the local ABC affiliate after he allegedly called his co-host the C-word... Ken Rosado was fired earlier this month after making crass comments that were caught on a hot mic. So Debbie's people, off today because she's a C-word. Uh, so people heard this. Yeah. And that's the reason he's getting fired. He probably wouldn't have if he just casually called right. his co-worker, right. uh, his co-host, the C-word. Uh, which, by the way, that's Charlene Alco- Alcott. Sher- Charlene Alcott. She's from here, right? I used to work here. Yes, right? yeah. absolutely. So originally, it was thought that he made a racist comment, but his agent vehemently denied those claims. The station has yet to comment publicly on Rosado's dismissal. Uh, Rosado's former colleagues were about were told about his firing on Friday in a series of one on one meetings, and they were not told what he said. Uh, he started with uh, ABC New York in 2003 as a freelance reporter. 2007 was given a shot at the anchor desk. And remained there hosting this morning alongside Sherlene Uh His presence has been scrubbed from ABC <laughs> New York's uh, website and social media, including a profile segment that was done on him in September of 2020.
5: So that's that's so hilarious. hilarious. You, I, when you catch those moments, I used to have the clip of uh, Sue Simmons from New York. Yeah, uh, for you doing. Yeah, yeah. I used was just loved that. I loved that clip.
1: Wildlife officials in Colorado had had to euthanize a young mountain lion this week after the animal swatted and injured an 11-year-old girl in a rare attack. Uh, the child encountered the animal in her family's wooden hen house Wednesday night at their rural home. As she entered to check on the chicken coop, she found a dead chicken. Uh, the small sub-adult mountain lion was still inside the wire mesh coop and swatted the girl, uh. leaving her with a puncture wound on her face. Ah. Yeah, you could easily kill her. Uh, responding wildlife officers quickly euthanized the animal. The child was surprised that the, uh, the likely surprised the 30-pound young female lion, which was probably feeling threatened. Uh, they believed that it was a defensive SWAT rather than stalking type of attack because the animal did not pursue the girl. Uh, the child was treated at the hospital and released. What's the status of the chicken? The chicken is dead. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, are you okay? <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. Oh. Arnold the chicken.
5: I'm adding him to the list.
1: Officials are investigating whether the animal Simone. had rabies, uh, highly Jack. pathogenic uh, avian influenza, pathogenic, or <laughs> mamogenic, <laughs> or another infection that may have influenced its behavior. But uh, attacks like this are apparently rare. All right, and then we'll do uh, one more. And this is a quick story with not a whole lot of details, but just weird, man. A person wielding a sword cut off a man's hand on Saturday evening in Riverside. Police responded to a report of a severed hand that was found on the sidewalk. Just hanging out. Yeah. Just walking along. Yeah, dude, you pick it up and (laughs) wave at somebody. Hey, look what I found. Hey, from Adam's family. Around the same... Are you lost thing? Around the same time, a man in his 60s came into a hospital missing a hand hmm. and said someone with a sword cut it off. I wonder if this is that guy's hand. Uh, the victim was sent into surgery and is expected to survive, and no other details were immediately available on Sunday.
5: How would you identify your own hand? You know, I'm sure they, get, they probably have a bin of hands there. Maybe yeah, so yeah, that yeah. you yeah. could dig through and eventually find... You know
4: what? Uh, yeah, I wonder if you'd be able to pick out if your we your had own pictures of, yeah. of 20 hands Yeah one of them is yours. Uh, do you I, think you could pick your
3: I, think I, I would. Oh, I could 100%. Be. Yeah. Oh, I could do it. Uh,
1: because I have vitiligo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I have any identifying... maybe because of my my fingernails I could probably Don't look too hard
4: that. right
3: now. We're going to we're,
1: we're
4: going to do, do this. Don't look at your
5: hands. We're going to take pictures Stop and then, right now. Yeah. Don't look and study your hands. Yeah, yeah. I have me I'm too obvious. Kathy's my vitiligo a spells out Steve. Yeah.
3: I could still with it, no manicure I could pick out my own hand.
5: All right. All right. Um
1: this story made me think of, uh, what's the movie you made me watch after so long that I I, I didn't watch it? The uh, Departed? The Departed. Yes. Yeah. Where he takes the hand and scratches <laughs> his face with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> messed up. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. All right, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second a little later on. Uh, Michael Carbonaro, the magician who's going to be in town at the Keswick Theater, is going to be getting in touch with us. Uh, and Chef Jennifer Carroll as well. We'll come back in a second, so stay with us.
2: Finally, How are we doing, MM Barbecue M-M-R-B-Q, 2023, starring Shinedown.
12: I created the sound of madness. This has been Idol. Wow, huh?
2: Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, including Aaron Jones.
7: No
2: Larkin' Poe. Big and
7: deeper, we
2: Dirty Honey. Finger 11. Well, Tiger Cup and MMR's local shots artist, Fixin' 77. Plus the return of the Preston and Steve side stage. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just $25. Text finally to 39333 for a link to all the details. From 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
1: When it comes to uh to gaper delays when i'm uh when if there's an accident and it's in the opposite lanes that I'm traveling in and I'm driving by, I try to purposely speed up a little Knock, bit oh, yeah. try and do my little part you uh-huh. know and and I will sneak a quick peek, but I don't slow down and and gape but three tractor trailers yeah, mm-hmm, that's hard to everybody's gonna I would uh-huh. stop and take a good long peek I'm at taking that. chairs out you know yeah, yeah. Somebody had said they went by there and there was a, a car or a semi was completely crushed, it said, oh or something God. like that. Or... Yeah, they, they are Jeez. afraid that there's some serious injuries. There, there. might be, Possible yeah, fatalities. fatalities. Uh, that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, so wow, and and so you're going to get backups on both sides, no matter what. Yeah, and then oh.
3: everything leading into it, you know what I mean? Three hundred nine, yeah. Route One, out in Bucks County, like all of it, and then the alternate routes because people are trying to get around it to get to work. So, wow. yeah, leave yourself extra time.
1: Yeah, uh, real quick, Kathy, I did want to mention this. Uh, we, Kathy and I, had a little bit of a field trip yesterday after the show. It was
3: so fun. It was. That it was, was, was really nice.
1: Yeah. So there's a uh, it's it's festival season in beautiful Chester County. Wait, it's no, gorgeous. No, do it again. One, two, three. It's, it's festival, festival season, season in. beautiful Beautiful Chester Chester County. County.
5: (laughs) Is that going to appear in the video you shot? Uh,
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we went to uh, Chad's Ford Winery, which... All my time, and I, I lived down that way for a while. I, I've driven by but
5: never went to the winery. It's phenomenal. It's awesome. It is awesome.
1: We had a great time.
5: It, it, and they, uh, one time we got a tour of what they're doing. You know, as obviously, they're bringing the wine in and the, these kind of things. And it was wonderful. But yeah. the product is great. Let me tell you, the people uh, over there are very charitable, and they always help out events that my wife puts on. I know. I think you've probably uh, worked with them as well. But it's just gorgeous out there.
1: And then we went over to Longwood Gardens. Which is just right now Sweet is beautiful. just in full spring kaboom mode with all of the uh, yeah. the foliage and everything. It was gorgeous, and they, they just turned the fountains on, so we had a really good time. It was it, cool. It, Longwood is a is a, and they just aren't they adding to it? Didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah.
3: they're doing construction big while time. we were there.
1: They're they're adding to the conservatory, I believe. Nick, the guy that was our our guide, was said they're doing a real big expansion. So yeah, a lot of work on some- that.
0: They have some cool events. Like some concerts are coming up this summer. They got um, Bela Fleck and the Flecktones are going to be there. Uh, there were <laughs> press I think last summer they had uh, Amy Grant. Um, yeah, my
7: gal! I know. I baby, know, but, baby. Oh,
0: you know what else I was trying to get on was um, remember Rodrigo e Gabriela. Yes, guitarist. Yes. Yes. Are we, they going to be there? They are. They're going to be there in June. <gasps> oh, so I, I love them. I was reaching right. to a few different people at Longwood. I, I love it there. I've been many, many times over my life, but I've never been to a concert there. So I'd love to get try to get those people in.
1: What's great about it is that now they have all the you know the beer garden and restaurants and stuff, and you can go and pretty much stay all day. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's expansive and beautiful, and you can go grab
5: a bite to eat and then go hang out somewhere and then walk and check out the fountains and go, you know, it's, it's tons to do. So I'll tell you, if you were talking about getting memberships to places, yeah, maybe not the hoity-toity club that'll kick your ass out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Longwood. Longwood, my yeah. wife is a member, and she uses it all the time, loves it.
3: Yeah. Um, neither one of us wanted to drink at one o'clock in the afternoon on a <laughs> Monday, but... God, <laughs> I did I they kept us booze. did. they really, yeah? Well, yeah, because for the video yeah, shoot, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were holding it, uh-huh. so uh, uh-huh. I did have a sip of the the rose at uh, Chad's Ford Winery. It was great, and then I- I'm not really a beer drinker anymore. But whatever beer they handed us at good. Longwood Gardens, it was sort of like a fruity flavored. It, did it was have a really good.
1: Note to it, I was impressed as well. So we'll be back there. Nice. I think I think Yards is who they partner with at um, at Longwood. So anyway, just wanted to mention that and uh, look for a video coming soon. <gasps> Kyle was Ooh. taking the video with us
5: yesterday. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about death for a moment. <laughs> oh, all right. you just yeah, came yeah. from a place of joy and light. You know, yeah. death yeah. is a part of life, and it could be a fun part if if the person who's dying is someone you hate.
1: Uh, no, the reason i bring that up actually is it's a more specific side of things. We uh, oh. we reported on that uh, story, of Van Hage, and they interred her uh, her ashes. Uh, and Nick, you had mentioned something about human remains, ashes, Yeah. and what was that story? So uh, my Uncle Tyler passed away a few weeks ago, and uh, Uncle Tyler
0: was a great guy, and his funeral service um, was one of the nicest funeral services I've ever been to in my life. There were so many people that turned out, if you, if you live in Ambler, you knew Deck Hardware, and um, uh, Tyler ran the place, and the people that came out, like half of Ambler was there. It was such a nice tribute, and so I was hanging out with my family and my cousins, Jackie and Jonathan and Lindsay afterwards, and I got to chatting with uh, with Jackie and my Aunt Sherry, and Tyler had a really unique sense of humor. He, he was sort of the life of the party. Every time he walked into a room, everyone would smile. And um, so he sadly had cancer that had, had spread throughout yeah. his body. It started with brain cancer, but um, what he, or he started with lung cancer and then became brain cancer. Um, but because he knew that he was going to pass, he was able to have a sense of humor about his, his impending death with his family. So he had four really four really nice wishes for. For uh, his ashes, and then one fifth one. And the first four involved his family, and he wanted them to spread his ashes in places that meant something to them. So, for example, Jackie got married in uh, Key West, so she said, you know, take some of my ashes, spread them down there, and and a few other nice things that were maybe more more traditional. The fifth blew me away, and and that's why I brought it up to you guys. Uh, Uncle Tyler um, uh, loved a lot of things in life, including pranks and fireworks. Oh, and wow. Okay. They are going to have a 4th of July celebration this summer.
3: Oh, my gosh. And
0: put some of his ashes into fireworks, mm-hmm. launch them up into the air, Aww. and explode them into the sky. And I'd never heard of that before. And I thought, for him, absolutely perfect. Like, what a wonderful way to yeah, it's cool. celebrate. And so they're going to have, yeah. a, a, you know, the funeral's a, a little more somber, even though the people were, were there to celebrate. Less it. fireworks. Le- fewer fireworks, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Um, but this summer, Steve, they're going to have a celebration of Tyler's life. And they're going to have a fireworks display and they're going to launch
1: his ashes into the air and, and have that be a part of the fireworks. And I was like, man. That's pretty badass. Question: Are they just uh, Are they just going to a roadside stand, picking up some fireworks and shoving them in there? He had uh, a lot of fireworks connections and wow. uh, collected
0: a lot of fireworks over the years. So apparently, there's a pretty decent stockpile left behind. You need to launch it high. You need to give it right? yeah. like a like yeah. a real
5: starburst yeah. A mortar. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to You don't want to glue it to a sprinkler <laughs> or a sparkler.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like put it in an actual mortar. That's yeah. a really cool
5: display. And uh, yeah, but I just was like, man, that's. That's that is cool for him and, and cool, too. Well, you remember Gene Roddenberry, they sent his ashes up uh, one of the shuttles or what, something, you know. I mean, a lot, I wonder if there was a service that said... It was very expensive to get your ashes brought up into space. Did you remember that press? I think yeah. you reported on it. Yeah, I don't remember what the price was on yeah. that or how you got that done. I don't know the whole pro- I mean, I, 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 I prefer to be cremated. I don't want to eat up land, you know, but to each his own, whatever you want to do. But um, it, it seemed like you were reporting on that story with Anne Hayes. It seemed like from the time that she passed to the time they did this, seemed like a long time, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know why... Well, the reason they waited for the uh, uh, for the actual uh, services but uh, yeah i don't know my I'm mom's
5: sure. ashes are in my closet in my house oh, I mean, really? i'm waiting for my yeah for your dad Well, my dad passes and then they oh. will be spread together okay so question are they, they going to be spread i tried adding water she didn't come back oh, shut up no. are they going <laughs> to spread are, are they going to be spread or buried spread okay Long Island Sound. All right, that was my question. At right, yeah halfway between Connecticut and Long Island. What about Blue- Sheila? Eleven B. Yeah, hey, that now, was
3: my question, Casey. What are we? What do you do about Sheila? I'm
5: chugging her in a dumpster. <laughs> no, Sheila's, Sheila's awesome, uh, but uh, Sheila's younger. Um, I don't know what her wishes are. This is my dad's wishes. Now it might have been amended, you know, and right. since I haven't talked to him. But um, that was the wish. We're uh, talking about threesome, possibly now. Kind of, I mean, if they're not Daisy chain, <laughs> no, um <laughs> it's the yeah, most beautiful thing in the world. Yeah, me, most, especially <laughs> when they flip over. No, the, the um, uh, Sheila's <laughs> like my is my is, uh, is like yeah. another mom. So yeah. whatever she wants goes. And, right. uh But uh, that I've always known. I've known for years that was sp- the specific request of my dad and my mom. So uh, you know, carried out. I, I think. Um, doing something like that in the show, uh, Presti- uh, Nick Hacks. Oh, you watched a little bit. Did you watch Preston? Oh, yeah. Uh, she, that was nice. She's spreading her, um, her father's ashes at different locations. Across I mean, the country. Across the country. Yeah, she was doing a road trip. To yeah. me, there's something, you know, I'm split because on Mother's Day, I was seeing people going out to funeral Plots and and putting flowers down and and having it seemingly you know I was seeing smiles as well and good memories. There's a couple of cemeteries around where I live and it was it seemed nice. But I think there's something to be said for you know spreading around it. I agree. And, I agree. Know, Besides it and and I you
1: know, she's in your heart anyway. So, and that's you know where I mean? she really yeah.
5: lives. Yeah. yeah and, so. and and the arm that I kept. And I think... <laughs> God, he's
3: the worst. Uh, I think so, I'll, for, for a lot of people that that fades. That going to the cemetery, you know, for some people will last years and years, but I think for a lot of people, it, it does. You know, start to fade, and what you have in your mind and your heart, and all of that yeah. is what. Uh, you know, is what you remember. But I, I recently was at a funeral and uh, w- with my entire family, we were waiting in line. I was with my brothers, my parents, and my mom goes. It, so it was in a church. You know how sometimes you go to the funeral home and that's where the viewing is yes, and then they go right. over to the church. This was all in the church. And uh, according to my mom, she says it's it's cheaper that way. So she said, <laughs> this is what I want. I, I don't want the funeral home. I want to be in the church. This is where I belong. And you'll, you'll save some money. And I just told her, I go, we're cremating you, and I'm throwing you out the window. I'm not spending any time with. She just would, laughed at would, me. Would she? Res-
5: would uh, is cremation off the table for her? I mean, it's your oh, it's your, it's your wish, you know. When you when you pass, I huh?
3: mean, typically in the Catholic religion, I at least as far as uh, I know, <laughs> they get buried in the caskets. Well, I think that's she'll she'll follow whatever uh, you know the Catholic religion says. The, the so.
5: Pope has amended it uh, to include uh, bottle rockets. So yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, the ones that whistle, the moon yeah. chasers, to yeah. Jupiters.
0: <laughs> that's cool. You know, he's a very progressive Pope. That's it. Yeah. Um, Steve, my uh, my parents are in their seventies, and so. Uh, um, we had a meeting two or three weeks ago about what to do when they pass. And yeah. both of my parents are pretty um, okay with death, knowing that it's going to happen at some point. It's, my, in, the, it's in the cards for everyone. It's in the cards. Mm. We're, yeah. We all walk that road, right? And so uh, my dad, maybe a little so more so than my mom... Um, but what I didn't know until my parents told me this is that apparently cremation is not the most envi- environmentally friendly process, and and I had no idea because oh, yeah. I thought it was more environmentally. There's no body, you know, you just spread them around, but uh, the the fumes and the fuel involved in setting a, a body on fire and literally cremating it causes a, a bit of environmental damage. You're exactly right. So my mom uh, started doing this process where she was looking at a little more environmentally friendly ways to do it, to, to be buried or whatever. And the place right down the road from us here in, in Balakinwood, uh Laurel... The pit!
7: Laurel no, there. no. <laughs> Laurel Hill. The,
0: the yeah. river. <laughs> you know, you should be chuck her in the river. That big pit. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. And it leads into the river. Laurel Hill Cemetery. <laughs> they have uh, incredibly environmentally friendly ways of... of Burying somebody, and so it's a, a not, natural
1: decompensation.
0: Yeah, not a very, it's
5: the rat room,
0: not a very <laughs> ornate box uh, or coffin. Um, and they plant native plants around where your gravesite is, right. so like
5: like a terracotta kind of.
0: I don't know, But, but yeah. like a, a place to bury them, and then and then there's grass uh, around it, and so they make it um, friendly for the earth, right? I kind of like, like that. I I, I kind of like that, except when it came to the cost, and I was just like, how much? Tens of thousands of dollars. Wow. And, and then you guys. How know, much do bottle rockets cost? You guys Again. know my you know my dad. And uh he's like
1: get a gross of bottle rockets.
0: <laughs> where else might we be buried? Right. The right. <laughs> you know?
5: Yeah, the pine berries. Where do you get where where you used to get your Christmas trees? Just bury them
1: I uh, I like the idea of uh, of spreading the, the ashes. Uh and and here's why. There's um you know, we have some really, really old cemeteries in our uh in our area. Some around amazing here. ones. Um but you know what I I, when I see a a headstone that is worn completely, yeah. no markings on it whatsoever, it just says, <laughs> it just says nothing on it. Yeah. It's worn from over the years, and that person's relatives are long gone, nobody's around, nobody remembers. I find that kind of sad. It is sad. I'm I went just to seeing that, yeah. so I like the idea of just spreading, and listen, we're, and not to get too depressing or morbid or anything, but we're only a couple of generations away from before you're... Yeah. people aren't going to remember who you are yeah. anymore. There's there are records that people can go back and look at and so on,
5: right? And play and play. Yeah, but
1: um, yeah, like a, an album.
5: Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, but um, uh, that's why I think the 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 spreading the ashes thing is better, and and even better than just having this uh this container passed around family members until one generation goes.
5: W- I don't want this.
1: Let's get rid of this. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah.
5: I agree. I'm, I'm I'm all over the place on some of this because I do like the older to go walk around the cemeteries where there are yeah. in- intact and see oh my god and there's a story that's told and they now the stuff that they're doing the the tombstones are are, are lasting longer and so on and so forth so there's a certain charm to that i just don't want to take up a plot of land they the, they become part of a beautiful garden in some part of the and that's what Laurel Hill does yeah it's that garden. Had, to me seems very cool as well but to each his own but i uh, you know it's it's your choice how you want to go out yeah uh Let me see here. Do we want some calls on this? Uh, Let me go to Krista. Hi, Krista.
13: Good morning. What's up, Krista? So I just wanted to comment on Nick's um, having the discussion with his parents because I had this discussion with both of my parents many years ago. And when my dad uh, did pass, he had Alzheimer's. And so, Chris, I commiserate with what you're going through. Um, And my mom has a little bit of dementia. And when we went to plan his funeral, my mom completely did not remember that we had had an entire conversation about them both wanting to be cremated. And it was a little hard in the moment as we're sitting in the funeral room to say, yes, this is actually what you uh, had planned. So my suggestion would be to have your parents write down their wishes while they're still of sound mind uh-huh. and maybe in their own handwriting so that you can show it back to them and say, no, you did actually. Say Just you know case. Chris, it
5: yeah. might be worth a video recording them yeah. stating their wishes. Exactly. Interesting. Right, yeah. And right. then say, "Say stupid." Thank you, Krista. <laughs> Appreciate it. What's wrong with you? It's right there. That's you. Have you guys ever heard the of-
0: Good Witch? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Have you ever heard of Uh, uh, aquamation? uh Yeah, one of the uh, one of the uh, G C Justice League. No. Is this where
0: you they dissolve you? That's Aquaman, Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, essentially. It's a cheap um, cologne. Your body. They do Aquamation. Nope. That's Velva. That's Velva. Uh, Damn it! You're all around it. Aquamation is um yeah, essentially putting your body in, in water and acid. Uh But they do this also at uh, Laurel Hill. So Really? really? Um, I, I don't know what the yeah, Laurel is pretty good. it I'll bet you That's even more expensive. Well, you're, you're, it, it you're... releases no greenhouse gases. Only has ten percent of the carbon footprint, and it's a heck of a soup with no mercury emissions in the atmosphere. It processes ninety-five percent water and five mm. percent alkali. Steve,
1: but use a spoon to get everything. <laughs> yeah, you, gotta, you know, I you could get use it, every
5: bit of Uncle uh, Charlie. No, yeah. the the um. That notion, that's why, and it's, it's funny, because you do mention, Nick, with the, with the incineration and, and uh, cremation process. Yes, there's a, there's a lot of pollutants that are involved in that. There was the one story you had years ago, Preston, about the uh, the cemetery where, it might have been a pet cemetery, where they were simply just bulldozing the bodies into a dish, and they, they were, people were paying for high-end, oh, you geez. know. Yeah. yeah, and it was yeah. like, oh,
1: yeah, it's just the worst. No, you got to get what you pay for. For sure. I've heard a few people who are claustrophobic fearing being put in a coffin. Yeah. And um that
0: kind of boggles my mind a little are bit. These vampires? Uh, no, like people that when they pass away, they don't want to be in a coffin when they're buried because they are right now. While yeah, they're they have that
1: innate fear. Yeah,
0: they're claustrophobic.
1: And then, ah. you know, then you have like a fall of the House of Usher type of thing where you might wake up and go, oh, my
5: God, you know, or kill Bill. Oh, oh my God. Ah. Yeah. That's a terrifying so scene. That to me, that and this is going to shock. It's like when people say, oh, I never want to get cancer. That's a bold new take on it. Being buried alive is in is in my absolute fear. Yeah. List, you know that that uh, that whole thing. There's a there's a <laughs> Bill Bill Buston walked in the studio and Casey's and, trying to yeah. call him. To <laughs> get his cell phone ring. Oh, Bill has learned. He has silenced his phone. <laughs> What's the movie with uh, Ryan Reynolds where he's in a coffin buried? Oh yeah, that's oh. the whole movie. He's yeah, in there, right? yeah, yeah yeah. No, I don't oh, know that. My movie. God, I, I think it's the original Deadpool. No, I yeah, think it's I don't know it's if a yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, no, I, that's I don't like. To me, to, to eat up a you know you pass sometimes by these little lush cemeteries and you're saying all those acres of land i'm not mind you i'm not if that was your choice or you want to do that that's fine i i get it but for me it's like boy you're eating up a lot of land mm. you know uh i want to go to laura hi laura good morning
1: good
13: morning hey what's up laura sorry to bother you guys at work <laughs> no nah, okay. it's all
1: good what's up
13: Uh, I just wanted to talk about, I had, uh, I don't know if anybody watched Six Feet Under. Yeah, I did. Awesome show. And uh, not to give too much away, but um, I learned about on that show, green burials. And I looked into it and it's something I want to do. Um, Husband thinks I'm crazy. But what they do is they don't embalm your body and they wrap you in either a shroud or like a biodegradable coffin if you need to have a coffin and certain funeral homes and such do it um they do it like you said it doesn't you know it's not really i mean i guess it's taking up land a little bit for a while but then you just kind of decompose there's no chemicals um i just thought it was really great after reading about and it's
5: expensive though right i mean that's what nick was uh, saying
13: I mean, it's expensive, but if you think about having a funeral, you know.
5: I don't know why it would be expensive. that expensive. I mean, essentially,
4: you're not going through any of the uh the stuff. Um, that's post-mortem what I mean. Stuff. A
13: biodegradable coffin doesn't, yeah. doesn't cost
1: as much as, right. as you know.
4: Yeah. And the body's not was, being treated. Well, I know so, down in, like, some think. of the South American countries, they don't embalm the bodies, and that's why they, like, they will have the funeral and the burial, like, the very next day. Yes. Even before they're dead. Yeah. yeah. No, not that. <laughs> not
5: that. It's never yeah, been but a better they, time.
13: They do it right away, uh, absolutely. If they're not embalming, but even I had ar- always wanted to be cremated. And reading about that, and how, like you said, the chemicals and everything—that's not good either. I mean, uh, you know, trying to do everything we uh, 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 plan it for future generations, I guess.
5: I'm going to have I'm to keep. i to keep uh, have predators from, um, you know, thanks, for um, Oh, feral oh, from, creatures from, from yeah. yeah. Hey, we got some bad news about your uncle Phil. Oh, jeez. But on a plus side, there is a thriving raccoon community.
1: <laughs> so yeah, you know, <laughs> half dozen of so nature. Of laughing at that. I know
5: yeah. nature.
1: Uh, well, maybe they maybe they have to they bury you deep enough. I hope so. They won't burrow down in there and, <laughs> and dig you out. It's um, it's
5: weird because this is you know this is the kind of conversation that you should have early on. A lot of people, yeah. you know, I I, I know people. We I was at a wedding on on Saturday, and you know, all different age groups and stuff like this is it's. You think about those milestone moments in yeah. a life, and also as people in your life, you know, pass what you want to do. Make sure people know what you want. Did you go over to the bride and groom and say, "Hey, did do you, you have a th- second here? Yeah, think about this couple we see here is going to be dead <laughs> eventually." <laughs> I just want to say, can we make your funeral shroud out of this wedding gown? Uh,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you guys not not like talking about it?
3: No, I don't. I'm good I, with I it. I don't
1: care to. I mean, I w- when it, when it needs to be done, I don't mind uh, not having during those bingo those night. very specific questions, but it's not something I like to sit and chat about. I
0: I don't know if it makes me morbid or whatever, but I've been sort of obsessed about it over the last few months. I've also been surrounded by it. I've I've had a few friends pass away, relatives or whatever, so I've been thinking about it a little more frequently, but um, I don't know. I, I think that it's also important to talk about it because we all, everybody in this room, everybody that we love, everybody we hate, we're all going to die. And so I, I think it's important to at least acknowledge that that's going to happen.
3: I get uncomfortable and I just, like, I'll talk about it and then it, that's it. It's over. Let's end it. Activities.
5: Yeah. So if I, if I am... Cemetery activities.
3: <laughs> no, I just want to I make sure that people are... Place
5: succulents around the body. Yeah. No, I Do just... Do etchings I in just, a beautiful pattern. Oh you guys God.
3: just need to be screaming, crying, and hanging off the side of the... the, oh the
1: no, you want sand, to remember?
4: love Why?
3: Yes. 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 <laughs> She loved yeah. people so much, and then do whatever you want with my body.
4: <sighs> Kath, I've been thinking about, and I always think
5: wait. Of... Anything? Yeah. well, she?
4: It's oh,
3: been... <laughs> been Yeah, God. yeah.
5: Was it a little <laughs> colder than I would have liked? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Was I've been there an odor? It. Yes. Or but we all had to take a crack at it. Hey. It was the only way. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. we all thought about it, <laughs> and despite despite the smell of formaldehyde, it was actually very pleasant. Yeah. <laughs>
4: She did say anything. It was great. You got to be careful that. with your By language the way, in
5: this room, Cass. <laughs> have you ever seen a? Uh, have you ever, I actually got to see the the prep room of a you know, parlor, parlor. Yeah, and which is always in the basement. They never put it up in the front window. It's not like, yeah. hey, the bagels are fresh. Well,
1: Steve, my best friend, Steve, his wife—that's their family. Oh, so family, have, family you, have you seen? Oh, really? oh no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't need to see that. That's
5: okay. Say <laughs> so, hey, why don't you go down and play with the bodies?
1: Mm. No. <laughs> Casper, you, you're gonna say something. I interrupted you. Okay.
4: No, no. I mean, yesterday it's so weird that we're talking about this because yesterday I was like really feeling like really depressed, and then my wife, she just she put her hand on my shoulder and she just said Earth, and I said, you know what? That the really frontier. <laughs> that really means the world to me. <laughs> s-
5: a dad joke. You got to give me an
1: alert.
4: I what? No. You There's no hand signal or out, anything no. like
1: that for a dad joke. Yeah. Um, hang on. Let me go. To, let me go to Bill. Wait, wait, wait. Just do it again. Okay. No, no, I'm not
4: going to do it again. No, yeah, you should. No, I'm not going to do it again. You get one chance, guys.
1: All right. I have Bill, who's on the phone. Hi, Bill. Good morning. Hey, good morning. <laughs> Hi, guys. You guys rock. All right, thanks, buddy. What's How do you up? guys rock?
8: I was up in Vermont visiting my uncle Dan, and he's uh, he had stacked some wood there, a beautiful oak. And I said,
5: Dan. Oh, he just died.
1: Bill just passed away. Bill. <laughs> We lost your sig we, we lost what you were saying okay. can you hear me now yes, yes. My, my uncle Dan is building his own coffin which yeah you know, was a pretty neat concept huh. um, but the thing is
0: I said when do you start and when like when are you done with the coffin is it the like, time to go Dan you know and he just chuckled but uh, it, it's a new concept because there's no yeah. fasteners involved or anything it's, he's going to be buried like under a tree it's
5: totally uh, biodegradable. I like
1: that. There there are are some people, I've seen an article where, like, uh, you know, they will enlist the family to help them build it. Yeah, don't make me
5: do that. I don't want (laughs) to do that.
1: Um, (laughs) Hey, this is great. But it is it is a concept that people some for some people they find it satisfying
5: the notion you know? of, of being you, placed bro. under a tree or something that's alive and providing nutrients for that and the family raccoons is uh, is actually kind of good. If you're
0: in the navy and you pass away, do they still just sort of drop
1: you off the ship? <laughs> I, I think it depends where Nick. But here's a somebody who wants to mention something not in the navy, but I'm going to go to Brian. Hey Brian, good morning.
13: Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, guys. I was just uh, sucking on a chili dog. Oh yeah, all right.
5: Those morning chili dogs are great.
1: Sucking
8: on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. All
1: right, what's up, Brian?
8: So so my girlfriend's wish. She's born and raised in St. Thomas, but we live here in the you know Philadelphia area now, and she wants to be buried at sea. Uh, I, I think. So, have you investigated how one goes about that? Well, I just assumed you know cremated and ashes over the boat, but she wants her dead, naked body thrown over a boat in the ocean., oh. yeah, that's pretty hot. I, no, I kinda like I have that to do that <laughs> so. So you know the concept of bringing her from the Philadelphia area down to St. Thomas, dead and and, and you know put her in the ocean is kind of overwhelming. But yeah. they do it. They do it. It's a fisherman's burial there. Yeah,
5: yeah. I like that.
8: Yeah, yeah. So that's her. That's her goal.
5: I would go. I would go that way. I bet you all the places that take you out to swim with the sharks uh, are right near there. Oh for, my god! Yes, yo, dude. Turn me into chum. <laughs>
8: Thank you,
1: so Brian. Funny. I, I, you know yeah, what? She's, a, she's obsessed with swimming with sharks, too. That's there you go. Wow. All right. It's it's pretty interesting because if you think about that and if you think about, you know, the details yeah. of that, this this body's going to be eaten, you know, by, by scavengers. We would hope. Crabs and things yeah. like that. Seahorses. Um, and if you think about, you know, when we have laws on the books that you can't, you know, mutilate, you can't abuse a corpse or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. That's... Like severely abusing a corpse, but I guess it's the person's they mean, wishes. They mean
5: uh, you know, you know, you. Know. I know. Yeah,
1: like what we would do with Kathy.
5: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which she just uh, openly invited us to do when yes. she did. So the tough part is going to be uh, convincing oh, Dennis God. that she told us. That. <laughs> we need to video you saying that, Kathy. Well, so. we have audio yeah. of yeah. here, so. Um, um. Yeah. So I wonder if you could, in a classic, you know, you'll see burials at sea. Um. Where they will the body will be there and, and the, the the board slants, it slides right out. Mm-hmm. And uh is that is that considered a viable option these days? Would would they do that by request in the Navy where you can sail the seven You can <laughs> and you
1: can put your mind at ease. Um That's a good question. I know that they, you know, they, they do it out of necessity or have, you know, yeah. and especially in times of war, it's like we need to dispose of this body now. Yeah. yeah okay. So but I am not sure what the current um protocol is for all that, but it's interesting stuff, but um, you know, th- this conversation got started because Anne Hayes, uh, she was cremated, and they just had the um, uh, services for her, and then Nick had had that story about his uncle who recently passed, yeah. who wants to be, his remains, shot off into in a fireworks display, yeah. which is great. I love it. I think that the, the Family
5: could have a blast.
1: I'm hoping it was pun intended. <laughs>
5: people will be dying to get in.
0: I, I want to go to this party
5: this summer and and see Uncle Tyler's <laughs> final Nick, wishes. Do yeah. yourself a favor if you can. When that actually does happen, um, if if a drone uh, yeah. thing could spell out his his name or something oh, like that, I, that's a brilliant idea. a yeah. celebration fireworks, yeah. man. Oh my god, god do do it. Now. Yeah.
1: Dude,
0: That'd yeah. be really cool.
1: Uh, I apologize to those that we did not go to who have been on hold for a while. Thank you so much for your calls, but uh, we need to take a break because we have a guest who's coming up in just a moment or so. All right, let's come back because uh, Michael Carbonaro will be joining us. Uh, Jennifer Carroll is stopping by as well. We will return in just a tad bit. Stay with us.
6: Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now take us along with the mmr app it's apple carplay and android compatible which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen we'll even send you notifications if you want download it and try it now
4: preston and steve their name is their address Uh, on on the web preston and steve.com
1: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest is joining us via Zoom. He's going to be in town on Saturday at the Keswick Theater for Carbonaro Lies on Stage. He's the star of the Carbonaro Effect. Love this guy. Please welcome Michael Carbonaro to our program. Morning, Michael. Good morning. How are you? We're great, man. Nice to see you again. Thanks for joining us.
12: Good
1: to see you. Um, I I love the show. You've been on our program many times throughout the years to uh, to promote it, the Carbonara Effect, and and all. By the way, if you want to see uh, all the seasons, they are available on HBO Max and Hulu and Amazon Prime. And I I describe it as great family entertainment. Yeah, but
5: in the best way. It's something my kids that and I
1: sense. just yeah. Uh, yeah just love seeing you guys do what you did. And uh, how many people involved? Because to pull off pranks. And to have magic involved and all the all the right props and things need to be in place. Did you have a pretty big crew for that show?
12: Yeah, it was an enormous crew. You know, the magic team was five people outside of me. So six of us total, six magicians really trying to come up with stuff and then more importantly, figuring out how to do it.
1: Okay, so therefore, with this live stage show, similar thing where you've got a lot of people involved in in making this happen.
12: No, this one's just me. Really? <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, because, you know, uh, that's what I've been doing my whole life, like since I was 13 years old, performing magic and coming up with the tricks. And, and uh, you know, a live stage show is a little different because I put the show together and then I get to do the show from town to town. And uh, the audience is there knowing they're ready to watch a show. All the conditions are extremely different than hitting a new location like some store or out on a dock somewhere where you're hiding cameras and, come, you know, trying to do a trick that none of us had ever done before or even heard of, mm. you know, that so morning.
1: you said that uh, you started when you were, you were 13. I assume yeah. that every single magician that's ever walked the face of the earth had to start doing birthday parties. Is that where you began?
12: That's right. Yes. Yes. Birthday parties, communions, christenings company events picnics
5: who were you uh, who were your inspirational comedians of of, of that time were you uh because i i remember like the doug henning and mark wilson and you're talking uh, about magician blacks what did i say musician yeah uh, comedian comedians yeah i'm sorry yeah but but t- to that level um yeah. those are the ones that i remember were the first that caught my eye were they similar for you
12: you know, it's funny you said comedians an accident because yeah. you know at first I, I had a lot of influence there too. You're right. Yes, I love Doug Henning. I mean, I was really, really little when when I saw Doug Henning, but I remembered him so well. Uh, I grew up as Copperfield kid for sure. Oh, 100%. David Copperfield.
5: Well, the, 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 oh, the yeah. comedian Watch thing it. as a flub does actually work into what you do. The whole the, for, for the, sure. Your the show Colin, is based show. on. Yeah, you have to have a sense of humor. I mean, totally. and, and Penn and Teller. We're masters of weaving comedy in. So I guess it does. They go hand in hand.
12: It really does. Yeah. And learning how to, you know, hold a crowd for the entire night, just you up there, you know, on a big stage. It's like, it really is your personality, you know, that makes or breaks the show. Would you you
5: think a comedian's timing um, is similar to, uh, you know, a magician's timing? Yeah. I think you
12: got the hook, line, sink, the same you do in magic. Yeah. Uh, Exactly right.
5: Uh, Steve Stephen mentioned
1: uh, Penn and Teller, and so you had joined Penn last year for a while because uh, Teller was having a surgery. And did you, uh, did you guys have a relationship uh, years before that, I assume?
12: Yeah, uh, it was always Teller who I really had the closer relationship with. I had done a trick that I really wanted him to look at and I sent him a video link of it, and he immediately responded, and we started jamming about this. This was like 10 years ago, and we became kind of like little magic pen pals, and I would go and visit at the show, and I would visit Penn and tell her, and t- uh, t- Penn was kind of the, the rougher nut to crack for me. Yeah. I couldn't quite get on that level to like you know try and ease my way into to making a relationship with him, and I think it was when his kids started watching my TV show Ah, that he kind of looked at me a little different. He's like, because one day, you know, I went to go see the Penn and Teller show in Vegas and he just came right up to me. He's like, my kids love your show. He's like, you know, and Teller showed me some of the stuff. And then we started talking and we became friends too. And yeah, getting to perform with Penn over the holiday, you know, we did a, a stretch in November and a stretch in December. It was a uh, I'd say it was a dream come true, but, like, I never had that dream. <laughs> I never <laughs> did, even thought that would be possible. It wasn't even something I, like, reached for because I just never even assumed anything like that would ever happen. It was just so bizarre. So it was wow. kind of like a surreal dream. Did you adopt the, and...
5: uh, the the Teller persona as part of the act, or were you conversive?
12: We both went back and forth doing solo stuff, and then we did some bits together that him he and Teller would do, but uh, I did it while talking, so I kind of like, you know, and he even said, he's like, I want you getting in there and I want to banter with you. I never get to banter with people on stage. He's like, but just note that for 47 years, I am trained that if there's ever a dull moment or there needs to be words on stage, I say them. So you've got to get in there. Right,
5: no, the talk. sage advice. Well, you know what I love about Teller too? And, and I've, I've always been fascinated by Houdini and the, the fascination now, but as of late, I've been doing a lot more research into it and there's a show I watched called collector's corner and they had this this guy who has I think one of the absolute greatest collections of Houdini uh paraphernalia but yeah. you look at the 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 way the technology has aided magic or and just you know the techniques and so on and so forth they were basically stone knives and bear skins at that point when he was doing
12: what he was doing sure it's, it's
5: amazing are you a, a a Houdini aficionado or a fan as well
12: Yes. I I believe that, you know, he, he taught us magicians and maybe anybody, really, if you look at it more broadly, the importance of creating the legend. You know, in Houdini's career, so much of it was about not always what he did, but what you thought he did. Yeah. And that that would happen in press, you know, his his press. And David Blaine is our modern Houdini now, you know, like utilizing endurance stunts and things that – you look at and wonder like how can a human being accomplish that and weaving that together with magic kind of makes you believe and wonder whether or not that's real. But the same thing with magic, you, you, you are creating, it's not what, it's not only just that one visual moment that you have to fool people with. It's the entire story and the entire picture and what they go home thinking that they saw is way more important than what you're actually doing. I've performed tricks before where You know, I'll do a a magic trick where I, I, you know, borrow somebody's dollar bill and then I make it disappear and make it reappear over on the other side of the stage. And then three years later, I'll meet somebody and they're like, oh, I saw that show you did where you took that bill and then you made it disappear and it appeared in another state. Remember that? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I remember that. It's just funny. People like they expand the main hands. Yeah. Yeah. Create a bigger trick. And, uh, and my my uh, lesson there is: you just nod and take credit for it. Sure, yep, that's
5: what you got. <laughs> I that's
12: did that. Yeah.
1: So how does obviously you know the uh, the TV show is uh, is is hidden camera and unsuspecting people completely yeah. different animal uh, with the stage show? How? Uh, uh, yeah. what What's the format of this? How's how does it roll out?
12: Yeah, it's funny because I think people come to the show and they're fans of the TV show and they're like, "Well, what's he going to do?" Because <sighs> we know he's a magician, right? And there there people are really excited to see that the things that I'm doing are are real, and I don't mean real that they're like actual magic, but right. they're, like, they're actual tricks yeah. being performed with sleight of hand. Um, skill and deception and things like that because I think even the most diehard fan of the TV show, they get skeptical and wonder like, is this, is he really doing Are they actors? Sure. Is it like camera tricks going on? And that that's one of my favorite things to get to do is to be able to perform live so people are like, oh it's, it's I, he's actually doing the things I've seen him do on TV, but I'm but he's doing them live. So in terms of like what I could do in the stage show, you know, I can knowing that I'm a magician does not stop me from fooling you, even pranking you, which is an amazing, wonderful thing about magic. I myself as a magician can even get fooled and pranked. Um, I teach people a prank. Um, I bring somebody up on stage and I show them a prank where the audience actually is learning what's happening. And the person on stage isn't learning what's happening. You kind of get that dual reality. Cool, like huh? I love that. TV show at home. Yeah, yeah, it's a really cool show full of fun audience participation. Just like on the TV show, I'm messing with people and bringing them up on stage and talking to them. And you never know how it's going to happen. It's got that electric energy. It's actually where,
5: it's- where the art form. St- I mean, that's where you come from. The magician, the classic stage mu- magician. Is. Exactly. That's where it all begins.
12: Uh, yeah, those you, birthday parties yeah, bad. Right. Bad. You, it really is though i mean it, when we made the carbonaro effect i think true tv kind of wanted it to be like this edgy show that yeah. was for like you know 25 the demographic whatever it was it was like 18 to 25 you know single guys who have a girlfriend but aren't yet married it was like this really <laughs> right, strange yeah. specific category i think they were like ta- trailing off of the impractical jokers like and trying to pick up that demo but what happened was is that like you said at the top it was it it ended up being a show that was it's not a kid's show, but certainly a family-friendly show where families would bond together and watch this show. You know, a lot of people would say to me, like, I've never had a show that I sit and watch with my daughter and my grandma and everybody. Like we all watch you together, and that's really awesome. That's cool. And I really do believe that came from performing and learning and honing my style in front of these like all age crowds <laughs> right. at those birthday parties yeah. and things hey, and communions.
1: Did you ever do a crossover with impractical jokers?
12: Uh, we did, yeah. Okay. I've never been on their show, but they came out on my show and we did okay. a crossover show. Because
1: you fun. would transfer perfectly on their show as well. You guys could do some amazing do stuff. Yeah,
12: I should text one of them and be yes. like, get me on, because I think they're having guests. I mean, it's me about on. time. Yeah, uh, You <laughs> mentioned uh, yeah.
5: fooling uh, audience members. Have you uh, have you ever had a trick that you, so Penn and Teller do fool us? Right. Do, do you, have you ever tried? Have you Or do you have a particular trick or illusion you think is worthy of being brought before Penn and Teller to be judged?
12: <laughs> I'm not a big fan of judge when it comes to <laughs> entertainment. It's a weird thing. Their show is kind of a trick in that it's not really a contest show. Yeah. Right? It, the format's a contest show, but they're sort of like pulling the wool over your eyes and the network and everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's a contest, the format's a contest, but so really they're catering a, a really great variety magic show. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Yeah, nothing that I would go on and try and like fool them with. But we have talked about me going on the show and doing a, a bit together with them. So
5: it's right. such a cool thing, the community. Because I, I think everybody,
12: I went through my magician stage as a kid, and I oh,
5: brought too. the toughest. It turns out the toughest magic trick for any young magician is conjuring people who want to watch your dumb tricks. And that's what I learned out the quickest way possible. Yeah, but,
12: yeah. Um, you know... My what... poor mother and all the cards she had to select. <laughs>
5: exactly. Sure. Yeah. But the thing that is cool is that, in the as you were talking about with David Copperfield and so on and so forth, there is this sort of familial thing where, and it's my understanding, a lot of, you know, you have your magicians you call on to perfect tricks or illusions or... And is, is Copperfield one of your go-to? Who would you go to when, besides, you mentioned Teller as well... Yeah, Uh, You know, are those the the magicians you'll turn to 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 see, is this working? Is this right?
12: Absolutely. I've had them both help out with different things. And and my friends from the Carbonaro Effect, my magician consultants that I worked with on that show, I'll have them take a look at it. It's always great to have a magician's eye on things. And always great to have a non-magician's eye on things, too. Because you can get kind of too caught up in the magic. You know, I've seen a lot of magicians who work... Too much around magicians, 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 and then their work is sort of like i'm doing this with you know I'm going through so many hoops to try and make it especially a fooler for magicians who watch it, but then it kind of loses its place altogether as just a simple clean effect like for an audience member like there's this one trick where there's this notorious wonderful gimmick it's a it's a gimmick yeah. that makes this wonderful effect happen where something levitates and I saw this magician one time perform at the castle. And they were like, yeah, and I'm doing that trick and I'm not even using the gimmick. And I was like, yeah, you know, have you considered using the gimmick? Yeah. <laughs> because the way you're doing it is so convoluted and it looks weird yeah. and clunky, yeah. and you're going through all these steps that don't need to be there. And yes, it's levitating without the gimmick. The only person who knows that is you. Right. <laughs> use the gimmick. Yeah.
1: You got to sell it. Uh, yeah. Michael, do you know there's there's a, uh, you know, there are some tricks that are standards uh, in, in your business um, and right. one of them that never ceases to blow me away as sam the bellhop and i just and and the people who execute that properly it just it baffles my mind is that one that you learned as well is that like a uh like you know a a must know uh um, no
12: never learned that one no kidding no no do you do that did you try and learn hell no not (laughs) even no okay okay. yeah it's a very complicated card effect yeah who don't know who it's by that. I would say 99.9% of the listeners' audience out there um, <laughs> don't know what the heck that is, but it is a very complicated a card effect where... The cards, though they're shuffled over and over and over again, they're miraculously in this this the perfect order the magician commands while he's telling a story that goes with it, and yeah. he's turning the cards over and everything he says echoes the cards that are dropping down. It's a really wonderful illusion. looking think at that. I mean, does it?
1: Stephen joked that the the, the tough part is is getting people to pay attention to you know to care about the trick you're doing, but the really right. tough part is the endless hours you have to spend perfecting. Yeah, whatever it is you're working on. I mean, it's, it's just hard. nonstop practice.
12: Yeah, it's it's that it's the it's the working on the trick, the nonstop practice, getting it together. And then the ultimate test, you want to talk about judging and like winning is putting it in front of people. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. nothing you sit in your room. I sit in my room and work on a trick, work on a trick, get it together. But until I bring it out in front of live people, I have no idea how it's going to. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. so like uh, this new tour show that I'm traveling with right now lies on stage is different than my former tour all the tricks are new in this one and uh you know it when I first put it out there I it changed so much like within the first four shows it was like nope that tricks out this one's going in mm. this trick's not working this joke doesn't work you know until you have it in front of the people you don't know where or what it's going to happen and and I do this classic thing where I always overcomplicate what I think I need mm. to do in front of the crowd and then I have this simple little silly effect I'm working on that ends up being the hit and I'm like okay that's the one that the crowd likes the best yeah. well, I like performing the best and that's then, the story
5: as for everything so I you know I do dialects and, and some impressions and but yeah. uh, more, like the one, like Humphrey Bogart, oh, that's amazing.
12: Or uh, even the,
5: these old, overdone hackneyed, you know, from years yeah. ago, that's the one. Oh, I, that's a crazy one. So, you know, give them what they want. If they, You know, yeah. if they like that and, and they're amazed by that, you just roll yeah. with it,
12: correct? Yeah, I was working on effect, for, almost like the story I was telling you about that magician. See, I never learned either. Like, I was <laughs> doing this complicated thing in the tour, and it had all these little thingies I had to hide around and execute making this thing happen and it was so complicated and hard to do in each new theater that I went to and then there was this other trick that I was doing with literally with a band-aid and a piece of string I was like yeah, I should just <laughs> do this thing it'd be really funny it's the star of the show <laughs> <laughs> it, wow. the other thing's gone and I'm not even doing it and I'm, yeah you're
5: fun. happier for
4: it yeah, so Michael we're, we're talking to you via Zoom uh, we have a YouTube channel so people are, are watching the interview uh, on our yes. uh, streaming on YouTube right now so I, I, I don't know, it, it, you know, if you I knew feel what, like I've made it, you know, you <laughs> <have>. <laughs> I've always wanted
12: to stream <laughs> on YouTube, no less. Well, I, YouTube?
4: I, I don't it's know if YouTube. what you thought was was coming today and, uh, you know, what you had prepared for this interview aside from just doing an interview. But just on the off chance, did you have a trick on the ready just
12: in case we asked you? Oh, uh, uh, oh no! I thought I thought it was radio. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it is. It well, is. Well, our I mean, trick they is they, we're they, visual.
12: They, they used to do, they yeah. Used to do uh, ventriloquism over the radio. <laughs> <laughs> work, you're right, magic. And, and,
5: and by the way, it was a huge hit <laughs> yeah. at the time. Now, oh, mind yeah, you, God. there was only so many ways people could consume that. Right, but so oh, yeah. so n- nothing at the ready is what you're saying. <laughs>
12: No, no, but but if we are visual, I will add that the press, the promo people, I don't know, this is from the theater I'm performing at Saturday. You can make
5: a press the packet Keswick appear? Keswick. Keswick no, they
12: sent this, which I thought was super cool. You, oh, you can't
5: see it if you're, not, if you're just listening. Michael just magically produced a Keswick t-shirt. Ooh, Ta-da.
12: Crazy. <laughs> is that cool? Yeah. yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, they got this, uh, that's a, that 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 billboard is like the most, it c- got this kind of logo that looks like uh, the Keswick logo. And yeah. I think it's called the Keswick, it's just Keswick, right? I I, yeah, I still say the Keswick. I didn't know if they wanted me to wear this. It, it does, on your, yeah. You, now now, maybe they wanted me to wear it on your show. You've and, ruined everything now. And they do, yeah. Well, I will get used out of that for sure, because I do Excellent. wear a T-shirt. So All right. All right. right. Well, we oh, will... my God! He's wearing the T-shirt! Oh, my God! Oh my God. <laughs> what happened?
4: <laughs> Damn
12: it. <laughs> I threw it on the. Oh, damn that, it. I Threw it on the ground. That's great. I that, well, <laughs> I noticed that. You know what it is? What? It's probably a. There's this
5: Oh my the, god, the, the tag. Wait a minute.
12: Uh and the tag yeah. is on it. It has elasticine in it. Oh, oh, oh elasticine. It must have bounced off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so if, yeah. For those of you who are uh... This is gonna be like this a film now. <laughs> We're gonna watch it over and over again. Just listening, yes. Yeah. The t-shirt has magically transformed onto Michael's body. That's I love amazing. this guy. That uh, is I, I do too. Yeah. I oh do, god.
5: I do too.
1: Well, listen, you can see Michael Cabernaro. <laughs> Uh, Saturday at 8 o'clock at uh, Keswick Theatre. Tickets available at com. It is great to talk to you this morning, sir. And have yeah, a great man. show when you come here, okay?
12: Thank you. I can't wait.
1: Excellent. Thank you. Carbonaro, yeah. let's hear Michael Carbonaro yeah. and the lies on stage. Did you know he was going to do that?
5: No, I had no I clue. Had no and
1: I looked oh, down... Uh-huh. <laughs> When the transfer happened, I didn't see it. <laughs> so yeah. you're,
5: when you looked, like, I, I'm following you, and now we, we're pretty much in sync. When you look down, I'm thinking, okay, are we wrapping up? And I looked over, so I missed it. Oh, we got to play yeah, that yeah. back.
1: Nick, can you back up the stream at all? Sure. All right, yeah, oh, I want to, oh, uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but I, I have to see that because I looked down and I looked up. He was wearing um, a button-down, like, yes. polo uh, or Oxford shirt, and he was showing us a T-shirt, and I was oh, like, okay, we well, that's a, that's a neat shirt. Okay, we're watching uh, up so on our screen. monitor here uh, as they're going to advance through to the moment. All right, I, I, there was him holding the shirt. Right. This will take just a moment, folks. We I have to need do this. to see, to
5: see this. <laughs> uh, President's life hangs in the balance.
1: So he's holding it up. He's talking about the shirt. He's gesturing to us, and he's going to throw it down, and then I guess all of a sudden it, uh, it ends up... Uh, <laughs> 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 he bent down, uh-huh. and for a split second, he's in a gone, nanosecond, and then the shirt's it's on. How <laughs> the hell? How the hell
5: did he do that? I mean, I know how he did it. But you do? Yeah. You do? He left the room, put on another shirt, and in that split second, his, his, his twin brother. No, said, the one, the one that he's wearing uh, beforehand is, is just, just a stairway yeah,
1: It's yeah. just, a, it's not real. Yeah. Oh. And he's got the shirt on underneath,
4: and he bent down. Yeah, and and he literally up. stopped time he did I mean, maybe it was... okay yeah, that's it I'm over he overthinking entered the it. speed right. force us. yeah. <laughs> usually the simplest answer yeah Occam's
1: right. razor
5: uh well that's cool that yeah. was a lot of fun I, right. I love I love magic I love seeing that stuff uh shows like this are great and uh you know we talked about this before many times Preston about the people who are like that's not real yeah I, but the fact that you pull off this illusion oh, is the, the cool s- part. It's the skill. It's the skill. Agreed. Yeah.
1: Because like I was saying to him, if you if you want to learn manipulation and all the things that you can do with cards and coins and stuff like that, I mean, you have to sit there for hours and hours and hours nonstop and just work on it, work on it over and over until you're absolutely going blind from staring at, you know, these cards and then you can eventually figure out how to do it if
5: you're if you have the dexterity to do it. It's so incredible. Com- comedian explaining the holding the card in the front of your hand. You know, mm-hmm. so you're holding the card and the flick your hand out and it disappears. You're basically tucking the card around behind your hand. Mm-hmm. The amount ima- the amount of time it takes just to perfect that is mm-hmm. ridiculous. So yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm amazed at, at musicians who who just. You know, these people that, you know, I mean, I can play, but there are people who have amazing ability. And there's a guy that I I follow. He's a a great drummer by the name of uh, Tommy Igo. And he, all his life, it's all he's done every day, all the time, all Mm -hmm. day long. He is working on it. And that's why he's amazing. That's
5: why we're so flawless at radio. There you go. Because it's just, you never hear a mistake. (laughs) You never hear a flub. No extra syllables. Mm -mm. Because we're professionals.
1: Good morning to see you.
5: Good morning to see you. Um, All right, real good morning to see you. (laughs) you. (laughs) That's when you knew you had just said something dumb. But we've all been there. Good morning to see you. (laughs) Good morning to see you. Michael Spinks looks at you like, this guy's a moron.
1: We're watching a video of Tommy Igo. Uh, oh, Connor, Connor pulled this up. I, he's a guy I'd love to have on sometime. He's a character. Let's get in touch with him. And a half. He's he's amazing. He's just a, a, a ball of energy. We'll
5: get him and David Faustino on so we yes. can talk about <laughs> their favorite the, Kathy Romano The interview moments. she completely forgot. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, can I do a couple of shout outs since yes. we have a moment or two and then uh, we're going to have to break because we do have another guest who's going to be joining us. But uh, I got this from uh, Ed
5: Driscoll. Ed! And he said, I'd like to... Ed! Ed. I know it. I see Ed Driscoll's name pop up all the time. I must follow him on Twitter or something. I think you do. Yeah. So, uh, I'd like to
1: request a combination Mother's Day anniversary shout-out for my wife, Patty Driscoll, on our anniversary Tuesday, May 16th. Patty! We've been married for 26 <laughs> years, and she's the love of my life. Please give a... And, and he says here, this is a request, and I don't do these often, but please give a giant Josh Groban shout-out. She's actually a big Josh fan. Uh, we don't do that. You uh. Oh, there's supposed to be a shard in there, too. I know. So I got to figure
5: out... You, you, you oh, really do, you, like...
1: or do you play the Shut the F Up as well?
5: I I play the Shut the F See, there's Up.
1: A, See, a, this is like music. We're, we're musicians oh. here playing right. off of these Let sound me effects.
5: Down. Let me do my uh, paradiddle first. Here, one okay. Second. All right. Yeah. Okay. You raise me Shut the f*** up. <laughs> there it is. Hang on. Just had to figure it out. Did that for like Ed, Ed and Patty. It's like jazz. Uh, I'm the Ella Fitzgerald of farts. So... <laughs>
2: That's something to brag about. All
5: right. Here's another one that says, Good morning, if my
1: name is Mike. She wishes she was here, <laughs> yeah, right? What my a name, loser. <laughs> my name is Mike Kramer, and my birthday and my cousin. Hi, Mike. And my birthday's cousin, Glenn Wilson, are both in the month of May. And we'd like to hear a shout out anytime from the 16th to the end of the month. Thank you so much from two longtime listeners. So here's a shout out to you guys. And then a last one. It says, uh, hey, Gadzooks, my brother, name is Jared Reinhardt and I've been listening to you guys since the beginning. Uh, I'd like to get a double-juicy shout off my wife, uh, Kaylee, who's 30 on the 26th. My second-born daughter, Nora, will be 5 on the 24th of May, so I'm doing this uh, a little early. Yeah, no, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, you spoke out for my daughter when she was born. She was born with a heart condition and had four open-heart surgeries mm-hmm. so far. And cerebral palsy. He said she's doing great now, living the life, living life the best that she can. She is the strongest little girl in the world, and we love her. And to my wife Kaylee, you are my rock and the most amazing wife there is. Thank you for being the best mom to our three girls. Happy birthday right. to my ladies! That's from Jared Ryan. I'm gonna do a twofer. <laughs> So, happy birthday to you guys, and thank you so much for listening. All right, let's take a break uh, because we do have the Bizarre File coming up. We have Chef Jen Carroll, who we love as well, is going to be popping in here in a second. She's got some free food to tell you about a little bit. So, stay put. We'll return in just a moment or two. 93.3
6: 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon Bridge to the Beach, celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer.
4: Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from volley and their Made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fun Fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tam and Inc. Because everybody has the right to access information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text bike to 39333 for a link to the info.
6: The ACS Bikeathon and 933 WMMR, putting Philly first.
1: All right, hang on. We're going to do the B-File, and then we have a guest who is here in our studio, so oh, let's do this right. Disney. Now. Now, WMMR presents Dizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre Finally. All right, brought to you this morning by Red Robin. Moms, dads, and grads, you can give the gift of yum by buying a $25 Red Robin gift card uh, now through June 18th, you get a $5 bonus buck reward for you. Redeemable June 19th through August 13th. All right, university professor broke a record for the longest time living underwater without depressurization this weekend at uh Florida Keys Lodge for scuba divers. Wow.
5: He's probably trying to get people. Guess what I did? Yeah, it's great.
1: Uh Joseph Duturi, 74th day residing in
4: Jules Undersea oh. Lodge. Yeah, okay, my cousin's uh It's scuba- a hotel, is they, it not? Yeah, they yeah. scuba
5: dove there. The, the Jules
4: Verne Lodge. That's cool. So uh, wait a second.
5: I'm sorry to jump in here, Preston. but so you scuba divers are the only is the only way to gain access to this Lodge?
4: I don't know how you gain access to it. I don't know if you have, if you have to scuba dive into right. it, but you, you scuba dive out of it. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's situated at the bottom of a 30-foot deep lagoon in Key Largo. Wasn't much different from his previous days there since he submerged March 1st. He also goes by the moniker Dr. Deep Sea. He ate a protein-heavy meal of eggs and salmon, prepared using a microwave, exercised with resistance bands, did his daily push-ups, and took an hour-long nap. That was uh, yesterday. Unlike a submarine, the Lodge does not use technology to adjust for the increased underwater pressure. The previous record of 73 days, 2 hours, and 34 minutes was set by Tennessee Professor Bruce Cantrell and Jessica Fain, the same location, in 2014. And that must have stunk. But (laughs) Detoury isn't just uh, settling for the record and resurfacing. He plans to stay at the Lodge until June 9th when he reaches 100 days and completes an underwater mission dubbed Project Neptune 100. I would
5: say, well, what does his girlfriend think? But, yeah, I think we all know.
1: Uh, the, <laughs> mission, the mission combines medical and ocean research along with educational outreach and was organized by the Marine Resource Development Foundation. Uh, his research includes daily experiments in physiology to monitor how the human body responds to long-term exposure to extreme pressure. He's
5: doing some aggressive experimenting on uh, self-pleasuring press. <laughs> I can
1: imagine. Uh, officials from the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks came across a fishy situation last Friday after finding a firearm allegedly being used to fish. And the game warden seized a 9 millimeter handgun that was being used to take fish in Garden City. The warden said that written violations were issued for illegal means of take of fish and no fishing license. And it also reminded Kansans in, in this uh, post... Firearms are not a legal means to take fish. So w- so they were literally shooting at fish? Yeah. While firearms can't be used to fish in Kansas, it is, however, legal to fish with a bow and arrow. School of fish. Or a crossbow. The wardens added that the non-sport fish may be taken only with... Fishing pole and line, trot line, set lines, gig, crossbow or bow, an arrow with a line attached. I had a fishing bow once. It was pretty cool. And they called non-sport fish, including uh, carp, drum, grass carp, th- uh, thread fin, and gizzard shad. <laughs> gizzard shad. Go- goldfish, gar, suckers, eel, shovelnose sturgeon, gold eye, and bow fin. In addition to being illegal, those are the
5: original pips.
1: Using guns to shoot fish can be dangerous, according to game wardens. They wrote that shooting a bot into a body of water uh, can be a dangerous activity because bullets can ricochet off the surface of the water. So, stop shooting fish in Kansas, folks. A Maryland man was arrested after allegedly stealing a five-ton military vehicle. And leading police on a chase on Friday night. What kind of military vehicle? The Hartford County Sheriff's Office said that Michael D. Stevens II stole a privately owned 1986 nine hundred and twenty-three or nine twenty-three A five-ton military vehicle from a residence in Bel Air, Maryland. What's it going to take to put you in this? Deputies responded to the scene on Friday. The vehicle was later seen in Bel Air, and reportedly entered onto a uh, Interstate 95. Wow! Could have come up here. Uh, deputies from the Special Operations Division of the Sheriff's Department and other law enforcement agencies began pursuing the vehicle down the interstate. Authorities deployed multiple stop sticks, but that could not
5: disable the vehicle. Okay, so this is like a classic transport vehicle, like a uh, for for military or... or, uh... Supplies or something? During the chase, the suspect crashed into several
1: other vehicles. No injuries were reported. Eventually, the vehicle came to a stop after arriving in Baltimore, more than 20 miles from Bel Air. Well, I'm here. And then police say the suspect left the vehicle and fled on foot, but deputies were able to safely apprehend him and bring him to the county detention center. If you're going to steal something, you steal a tank. Yeah, man. Yeah. A woman who told authorities she was kidnapped Friday morning at a convenience store in southeast Washington, and kept naked for hours in the cab of a U-Haul truck, was rescued later that night after a police pursuit in Maryland. Uh, police said in a statement the troopers arrested Dennis Bell and charged him with more than a dozen criminal offenses. Authority said Bell, who police said also faces 19 traffic-related charges, was being detained in jail. Uh, police said the victim, who was not identified, was taken to a hospital for medical treatment. Police alleged that Bell stabbed the woman in the fingers Oh my God! with a pocket knife. Uh, The incident began Friday morning at a convenience store. Uh, Police said the woman uh, told them that Bell pushed her into a U-Haul and threatened her life if she did not comply with his demands. Police said Bell drove the truck all day with the woman sitting on the floor at the front seat. Uh, She told police Bell removed her clothing. She told police that uh, she did not know where she was throughout the ordeal. This is a very bizarre story. Yeah. At about 945, state police said motorists reported a U-Haul truck driving erratically and striking parked vehicles. Uh, Troopers located the truck, began a pursuit, and uh, he refused to pull over. Uh, The chase ended eventually when the U-Haul got stuck in a ditch. So the guy forced her into a U-Haul using a pocket knife? I guess so, Okay. Uh, Police said Bell refused to get out of the vehicle, and troopers got in through a passenger-side window.
5: Boy, the folks at U-Haul
1: are going to be pissed. Found the victim and arrested Bell. All right, and then the last story is because of our next guest here. Mm -hmm. A Nigerian chef on Monday continued her quest to set a new global record for the longest hours of nonstop cooking as she cooked for nearly 100 hours, Wow, surpassing the current record. Uh, Hilda Bachi has been cooking since last week, Thursday. When she set out the, the Guinness World Record of 87 hours and 45 minutes set in 2019 by Alata Tundan, an Indian chef. By 3 o'clock on Monday, she had cooked for more than 97 hours yeah. in the uh, Nikki area of Lagos, Nigeria's commercial hub, to become a national sensation in the West African nation. Many on the scene and online cheered her on to reach the 100-hour mark. No one from Guinness World Records was present what? at the scene. Isn't that part of the deal? But well, the organization tweeted that it was aware of the chef's attempt to break the cooking record. And they said we need to review all the evidence first before officially confirming the record. By attempting to beat the record, the Nigerian chef said Thursday that she wanted to show how hardworking and determined Nigerian youths are. And also as a campaign for young African women who are sidelined in society. I'm surprised you haven't gone after that record, Kathy. Yeah.
7: <laughs> Cooking,
1: <laughs> you're just always in the kitchen. She only had five minute
4: breaks every hour for a hundred, almost a hundred hours. Well, then she cheated. Yeah. How long do you actually <laughs> think you can stay awake and remain functional?
5: Uh, and by the way, Casey, you're by heating elements and mm-hmm. over frying pans and things like that. Yeah.
1: No. I mean, I you know, I, 24 hours maybe. Right. You know, and then I just start getting, forget it. Loopy. Oh, if totally. so you're going
5: to make like a 24-hour steak or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of food, our next guest is here to talk about food. In fact, there's an event. It's called Winner Winner Chicken Dinner. I love it. And it's coming up Thursday and Friday. We'll tell you where and what time and all that good stuff. But first, we would like to welcome our friend, <laughs> Chef Jen Carroll. Hey. Hey. Is with us Perfect
10: this music. <laughs> nice to see
1: you, Jen. How you doing? I'm yeah.
10: doing great. Thank you so much That's for having it. me here our, today.
1: Our pleasure. <coughs> uh So, Winner Winner Chicken Dinner. Yes. Nice name. Cute. And this is a pop-up, right?
10: This is a pop-up. I'm working with FanDuel Casino, which I'm super excited about, and it is all about their new campaign, which is uh, Winning is Undefeated, and so if you come out to the pop-up on Thursday and Friday between 11.30 and 7.30... You can get a free chicken sandwich from Ooh, me. Okay, free, free, you're, free, awesome. free
5: is amazing, but it's your special concoction, correct?
10: That is correct. So,
5: and you're no, uh, you know, loser when it comes to this department. <laughs> this is what you um, excel in. Uh,
10: this is what I excel in. Maybe not a hundred hours worth, <laughs> of standing every day cooking, but yeah. So I, I, they're launching in Philadelphia, and they're launching in Philadelphia because we're such an awesome food town. And they came to me and said. What can you make with fried chicken with a chicken dinner? And I'm like, well, we're in Philly. I got to make a sandwich, right? Mm-hmm. So I took like the iconic flavors of a cheesesteak, and a, we're doing Cooper Sharp cheese. We're wow. doing onions. We're doing a chicken cutlet, so a boneless, uh, skinless chicken thigh, and pounding out, making it really big, and I'm um, coating it in panko, so it's super crispy, and then we're dipping it in a roasted garlic and long hot oil. And putting it on an amarosa roll and a local favorite, Fishtown pickles. Yeah! to be on it. <laughs> yes. yes
7: like I the,
5: know. The Pope over there. Love Fishtown
10: pickles. <laughs> I knew that would get you <laughs> excited. Yes. I knew it. Yeah. The the pickles just like set everything off. So
5: awesome. That sounds fantastic. It's so good. And those are for free? Those
10: are for free. If you're twenty one or over, you have to have the app on your phone. Okay. So you can either have it beforehand or download it while you're there. And you get the chicken sandwich. And besides the chicken sandwich, you also become part of this campaign, this promotion, promotion, the winner winner chicken dinner, where you have a chance to win five thousand dollars every single Friday for the promotion period, which I believe is from May eighteenth to August third. So,
5: let me ask you: is, is is the the end game here for the sandwich to uh, achieve a, a menu slot at? Uh at uh, a restaurant, one of you know, how where, where don't tell me it will end with this because it sounds too good.
10: I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll have to think about opening a chicken spot here
5: mm-hmm. in Philly. Uh-huh. But, uh, well, that's what I was maybe. sort of intimating, but I, I realized <laughs> I might be tipping a hand early. So,
1: yeah, no, I like to cook, and I'm, and I'm glad that you came in and we're talking chicken for a moment because we had Mother's Day, obviously, the other day. And, um, when when cooking a, a special meal, uh, automatically, you know, people think turkey, you know, big, large, yep. you know, it's right, a, it's a, right, it's a right. big bird, everything. I would like to contest that. So I made like a night, I roasted a nice seven pound fryer.
7: Right.
1: And I think that even that's a special meal at home. When you do a full bird like that, I put, you know, I put some uh, carrots and parsnips and onions underneath it and, and you know, I rubbed yeah. it and all this stuff. And I, I don't do that often enough. I want to make more whole chickens. I think that's a special meal in and of itself.
10: Whole chicken is awesome. And when you cut it and you present it at the table, it's, it's special. It comes yeah. out and everyone's like, oh, wow, what is this? And everyone gets a piece and it's convivial and it's shareable. And you're just excited when you see a whole, like, animal or a whole fish come out or, like, a big side of beef or something like that, the yeah. tomahawk, it's impressive, and you're like, wow, and I think a whole chicken definitely, envis- like, gives you that feeling.
1: Yeah, I've never, I've never tackled the tomahawk thing before, that would be... Oh,
10: you should do it. Really? Yeah, do it. they are
1: expensive, man. How yeah. expensive. But it's for several yeah, people. Yeah, but
10: I'm like, it feeds a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I've never priced them because I was walk by. you have to like, make eh. sure that
10: it either fits on your grill or in your oven. Right. Because a lot of times you'll bring it home and be like, oh. You, oh.
1: Yeah. Do you eat the handle and the blade or do you just? <laughs> no. It's actually, it's a piece of meat. Oh. But
5: uh, oh. it's a large. That makes more a, sense. It's a rib, yeah, yeah. right? It's a rib yeah. bone yeah, that's yeah. on it. Yeah. Exactly. It's huge, man. Because <laughs> I thought, wow, that is, that is a, you got to tenderize that. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, well, it sounds delicious. And uh you gotta lay in a lot of supplies for this if you're giving away free sandwiches, right?
10: So what did you say? Do we have to what?
5: Lay in a lot of supplies for You giving yeah. away free sandwiches. Yeah. How you know, I'm I'm gonna anticipate a good turnout.
10: Well, we're you know, we're hoping to have the line around the block and yeah. to have you know, we have a whole team that's gonna be there cooking with me and handing them out and ready to go. So I would come early. Come yes. because if we sell out that day, That's we it. sell out. All right. Yeah.
5: All right. That's so, why I wanted to get out there. I mean, don't, don't, 11.30.
10: 30. Don't oh. be
5: relaxed. Don't think you can come in at the last minute. They're going to sell out pretty quickly. Yeah. Or, hey, be giving away. Jenny,
1: can you <laughs> tell us about uh, Carol Couture Cuisine?
10: Yeah. So, Carol Couture Cuisine is my experience company where I do classes, private dinners, both in my studio in uh, Fishtown and off site. And I do experiences. I do, you know, anything from TV shows to speaking panels, keynotes, and anything at all that a client would want, I do fun experiences. So,
1: so are, the, are the classes, you know, to order, or do you have a schedule and people can come and sign up? How does that work?
10: So I do, I do one class every month, and then I have that out to the public. And then if somebody, a client, wants a private class, we work on them with whatever date that they like, and they come to... And we come to make sure that the date works for everybody and I make it custom to them. That's
1: awesome. (laughs) Where's your monthly class held?
10: So the monthly class is streamed and you can find that through my Instagram at Chef Jen Carol. You'll see everything that I do there. And then I also have a subscription plan on Patreon that has that I put out recipes constantly. I do more classes through that. I have my spice club through there. So there's lots of things that are going on in my life, but you can find everything out about me if you just go to Chef Jen Caro on Instagram and click that link in my bio, and you'll see everything you need to know. It's
5: cool to do that over the, the video stuff. Yeah. people in their own kitchen. You, you let them know what supplies they're going to need, stuff like that, right? right. So, so you get that in place. You're there, and it works. I mean, uh, Wolfgang Puck taught me how to make Eggs Benedict. I- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched right. a YouTube video. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it does work. It's, yeah, that's yeah. great.
1: Uh, the, the streaming is that interactive. Can people, uh, you know, ask you questions yeah, while so they're doing this,
10: that? The streaming, you can ask questions. I can pull you up on screen if you want to be live on mm-hmm. screen with me. So all depending on how either I'm doing it that day and what the what you want to do. If some people don't want to come up on camera, some people are really excited to go come up on camera, and you can ask any question you want. Sometimes I get questions about what I'm cooking, and sometimes they're like. Jen, tell me a little bit about when you got uh kicked off a top chef. <laughs> and I'm like,
5: tell us about that. I'm
10: like, well, <laughs> Let's get back to cooking, everybody.
5: <laughs> Enough of that. So
1: with uh with the warmer weather, people are starting to uh you know uh, grill outside, cook yes. outside. Yeah. You know, some people have outdoor kitchens and yeah. things like that. Um you, do you have anything that uh uh sounds like it might be fun to tackle this summer as far as cooking outdoors goes?
10: Yeah, so With my spice club that I do, I have a barbacoa spice that's coming up in the next month. So if you want that spice, along with that spice, you'll get different recipes and you get a class with it. Oh! So if you join the spice club, then you get that and you will able to learn how to do
5: barbacoa. You gave us stuff. a you gave us a spice last time you were here that that made my uh, <laughs> this is the life that I'm living. My spice cabinet smelled fantastic. <laughs> but, but,
10: I love
7: it.
5: Yes. Yeah, so what a loose what cannon that? I am. What was that
10: again? It was the Burberry spice. That's yeah. it. Was yeah. spice. It was the Burberry spice. It's really good. Yeah. So good. We just nice. did Ramp Ranch, which was special, and people went wild about. So yeah, we do a new spice every month. It's really you did exciting. what? Did they went wild about? Ramp Ranch. What
1: the hell so. is that? <laughs> Ramp Ranch.
10: Ramp Ranch. So, <laughs> Ramp, so, ranch, ranch, ranch,
1: ranch. What is that?
10: So, all right, everybody loves ranch sauce. So, yeah. ramps are only out in the springtime for you know a certain amount of time of the for a couple weeks. So, we went out and foraged them, what, and ramps, it's ramps. They're what, like a wild spring onion.
1: I've oh, never okay. heard of them. Neither have I.
10: Oh, chefs go insane about them. they're on every single like menu across. the Everywhere yeah. for
5: a brief period. three weeks, yeah. Okay,
10: so okay. we went out, forged them, dehydrated them, and made it into our own spice, and uh, it's know, awesome. Yeah,
5: it's,
10: it's well, yeah. I'm like until the end of May, you can still get that spice. So, wow. so you can still join up the for the Spice Club and get it.
5: <laughs> I love okay. this stuff. I like, as yeah. we said many times before, you guys are like the uh, you guys are. As, they have become rock stars in your own basic way because it's you know it's it's this is a foodie town and it's the, you know it's, it's such a big thing and and many towns I believe were starting to get the credit that Philadelphia yep. deserves but yes. uh, but I I mean I, I think you know that the celebrity chef is is now to a, a another level than you know yeah. than, than even early on when we thought okay we've clearly reached the pinnacle no there's a whole bunch more.
10: Yeah, I mean, well, that's also why, like, FanDuel Casino yeah. came here to Philadelphia to launch this. There's five different states that the the um, the promo is live in, which is New Jersey, West Virginia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Connecticut. And
5: all, all separate chefs or all your sandwiches. So,
10: they're only doing this pop up here in Philadelphia ah. because Philly's such an awesome fruity town. There so that's why we got the launch. Yes, excellent.
1: Yeah. All right. So the details again, and uh, when and where, and how do you get your free chicken sandwich?
10: Okay. So the details are: it is on Second and Market Street in Old City, from eleven thirty to seven thirty p.m. Both on Thursday and Friday this week. That is May seventeenth and eighteenth. Nice. Correct or is it eighteenth yeah. and nineteenth? Eighteenth uh, and nineteenth. Eighteenth yeah. and nineteenth. Thank you. Um, and so, come out, download the app, and uh, get a free can get it.
1: sandwich. Yeah, it anyone twenty-one and over that has a FanDuel casino account or signs up for one at the pop-up gets to taste the uh, the chicken on yes. the side. And As I
10: was. and I have to say that. They are, in honor of the promo, they're donating to my foundation, the Sisterly Love Collective, which is all about empowering women, food, and restaurateurs here in the city. So, it is like an awesome win for me already that they're giving back to Sister Lila.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Wonderful. Alright, and it's looking like uh, weather's going to be awesome. It's you yes. perfect. You're all set for that.
10: Yes. So, come get your chicken sandwich. It's <laughs> <right>. worth it. <laughs> we have this posted
1: on our website on WMMR.com. Yes, ImpressionsSoup.com. You can definitely do that. Excellent. Well, thank you, Jen. Thank it's you. Great to see you. You
10: guys should all come by because it'll yes. be lunchtime, so yeah, when you <laughs> get done,
1: Damn come I by and, right and over. you can
10: cut the line, alright? <laughs> You can say you know somebody. <laughs> uh, second in market Thursday and Friday,
1: 11.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. You can stop by and get your winner, winner chicken dinner. Thank you, Chef Jen Carroll.
10: Thank you so much, everybody. All right, let's hear for Jen, guys.
1: Right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a sec. Hang out.
6: Don't drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because... Nah, we're good.
4: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com
1: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We are the Preston and Steve Show. We are anticipating your arrival in North Wildwood. One week from Friday at the Keenan's Irish Pub broadcast. The official opening of the Jersey
5: Shore. Yes. Brought to you by Coors Light. And the gates of summer open wide. We had enough. You guys were off on your Love Balloon ride yesterday. So, <laughs> so we had another uh, session, and uh, everything's coming together nicely. And you know what? Tying it in with the anniversary of the show yeah. and uh, the whole thing, it's going to be fantastic.
1: Yeah, we're working on some uh, special items. In fact, uh, Marissa, uh, I, th- I think we have a, a special oh, logo yeah. that, that came down yesterday. Did you see it? I did. It's awesome. I love it's it. It's so good. Thank you to Greg Monahan uh, for uh, grinning, Greg, the graphics guy. Yeah, uh, for the coming, best up, coming up with uh, the the logo. So I'm hoping that'll be on T-shirts that we'll be handing out, and we have some other things, maybe some little tchotchkes. So like jet liners? Putting? No, I don't know about that. Well, maybe. Yeah. Well, well, and, we're putting together some games and things, obviously, yeah. and some prizes.
4: And I want to thank my friend Mike from Stake'Em Up because uh, there's Stake'Em Up here in Philly, and there's Stake'Em Up in uh, in Wildwood on the Boardwalk. He's given us a thousand dollars in cash. He always does. He always He's always does, great, so. man. Yep. Mm, it's fantastic. Yep.
1: Yep. So we'll uh we'll have cash and prizes and good times and baptisms and <laughs> and whatnot. And swearing ins and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a good time. And and I hope to see the regular cast of characters, those who've been there for years. But let's bring a bunch of people who've
5: never been there before. Who have lived for years yes. listening to the show, not legally able to come and be a part of the Keenan's broadcast. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. You, you, you take your Keenan's virginity? Is yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, that should definitely be. Why it. not?
1: All right. Yeah, maybe we'll be de Pop, pop, pop your Keenan's cherry? Pop
4: ch- yeah, we'll be popping right, cherry. I just on. thought of a new game, right?
1: Pop your
5: oh, oh, cherry. Oh, All right.
1: All right, we'll come up with it uh, when we get uh, ready. But it's it's less than two weeks now, which is mm-hmm. unbelievable. All right, uh, let's give some stuff away. Uh, we are going to do a pair of tickets for the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival, June 3rd and 4th at Bader Field, presented by Ocean Casino Resort. The question this morning, uh, here's one from not long ago, when it comes to the jazz of farts. <laughs> Steve is akin to which legendary singer? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Uh, When it comes to the jazz of farts, Steve is akin to which legendary singer? 215-263-WMMR. The trash business is a gold mine.
2: 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
1: Brought to you this morning by A.D. Moyer, your p- professional source for decks, windows, doors,
5: at millwork, and
1: more, admoyer.com. What's up this morning,
5: Steve? Well, despite the claim that he would never work with Vin Diesel again, Dwayne Johnson reportedly makes an appearance as Luke Hobbs during a post credit scene in Fast X. From what we understand, Hobbs challenges down to the ultimate contest, seeing who can graduate from acting school. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Sixty-seven year old mom Chris Jenner took to Instagram on Friday to promote her quote latest creation, the papa Dia from Papa John's, which is a pizza sandwich hybrid. Jenna designed the sandwich with her daughters in mind and says it's like having a basketball player and a rapper in your mouth.
2: Oh my god.
5: And finally Black China announcing she is thrilled to have reconciled with her mother Tokyo Tony after a lengthy feud. While the specifics aren't yet clear, many believe Black China and Tokyo Tony were brought together by their mutual friends, Iggy Indonesia and Pacific Rim Job.
1: Mm.
5: <laughs> That's a hollow. All righty, we'll see if someone
1: knows the answer to this. Uh, when it comes to the Jazz of Afford, Steve is akin to which legendary singer? It is Fran who we are going to speak to. Hi. Good morning, Fran. Good morning. All right, Fran, uh, when it comes to the Jazz Afford, Steve is akin to which legendary singer? Ella Fitzgerald. Ella Fitzgerald. Brand. Hang on a second. We're going to set you up, Brand. You got a pair of tickets to the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival, June 3rd and 4th Bader Field, presented by Ocean Casino Resort, featuring over 100 breweries, pouring 400 beers. Dropkick Murphys perform on June 3rd and 311 on June 4th, and you can visit ACBeerFest.com to get the ticket. Wow. Preston and Steve's
2: Music News on 933 WMMR. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Shut the f- up. Brought to you by Shock IT. Unfortunately, it's not a question of if your business will be hit by a cyber attack, it's a question of when. Be prepared by protecting your business with shockit.com. That's shockit.com. We'll begin with some news about Marilyn Manson. Uh, He's returned to social media after a year away to tease new music. Yesterday, Manson posted two black and white photos of himself singing into a microphone on Instagram. And he captioned the photo saying, I've got something for you to hear. And this Is Is it the verdict? Uh, I don't think so. This is Manson's first release. Uh, since multiple women accused him of sexual assault. So we will have to wait and see what that is all about. Uh, During an interview with Apple Music, Zane Lowe, Apple Music's Zane Lowe, Smashing Pumpkins from Man Billy Corrigan, revealed that he cried when Kurt Cobain died. Hmm. He said, I will go down always as saying, Kurt was the most talented guy of our generation. Kurt had so much talent. It's like frightening. It's like John Lennon level of talent where you're like, How can you have all this talent? He said, or Prince, right? He was like that. Regarding Kurt's passing, he said, when Kurt died, I cried because I lost my greatest opponent. He said, I want to beat the best. I don't want to win the championship because it's just me. And I'm quoting... Just me and a bunch of jabroni, <laughs>
5: to use a wrestling term. I, uh, you know, he's, he's really been out there doing a lot. He's in the uh, the Muppet series. He makes a cameo. Um, and, uh, you know, his interviews. And he's a really thoughtful guy. Yes. You know, and that, I, I like to see
1: that side of him. He said, it's like Michael Jordan, arguably the greatest sports competitor I'll ever see in my lifetime. I mean, you want to talk about an alpha. That guy wanted to win the valet tip. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Just the tip. You just saw him as uh, somebody to try and uh, be as good as or better. Yeah. Yeah. Gene Simmons. Recall the last time he saw Eddie Van Halen. Go for Simmons. Uh, Gene. (laughs) Gene, who played a key role in the development of Van Halen, had signed them to a production deal and produced the pre-fame demo recordings for the then-unsigned act. When he failed to bring the group to the next level of securing a record deal, he graciously let them free from their deal. During a chat with uh, Classic Rock Gene, spoke about his late friend and legendary guitarist. He said, my friendship with him is something that I'll always treasure. In the beginning, we saw a lot of one another, but less so as the years passed on. Our final meeting was in Los Angeles. We bumped into each other on Sunset Boulevard. Eddie? He said he was already deeply affected by cancer. I had read that he blamed his condition on using a metal guitar pick, putting it in his mouth. In my view, that wasn't the case. Ed smoked all the time. And he went on to say, "All, uh, all the same... When I heard that familiar voice calling my name on the street, hey, Gene, I wasn't sure what to say. His condition was well-known at that point. He brought it up to me at the start of the conversation. Hey, man, how you doing? I've got cancer. He said, I was embarrassed and wanted to reach out and hug him, but standing there on the street with a cigarette in his hand, he opened his mouth and smiled, and he goes, check this out, inviting me to look at the space where his upper palate should have been. Mm. He just shrugged and said, I've got this disease. What are you going to do? I'll see you around. He said it was typical Ed, happy-go-lucky. But he was still smoking, man. Wow. I don't get that.
5: I don't uh, get that.
1: Simmons laid out the uh, the bottom line about Eddie, explaining Eddie was all about the music, not just the chicks or the rock and roll lifestyle. Style. That's something I always admired about him. He was a lover of life. Whenever you met him, he smiled from ear to ear. And regarding his legacy, he pulled no punches and said as much as his death was upsetting... It also made me a little furious that so many of our so-called younger generation remain unaware of his talents. He said parents should be slapping mobile phones out of their kids' hands and telling them to check out this guy. Our millennials need to know about the most important musician since Jimi Hendrix. There will never be another like him. Wow! But there are an awful lot of videos that do feature people. There certainly are. uh, Eddie Van Halen licks.
5: So you know, kids are hanging about. As I champion the chicken, Preston. My one respite is to sit down and listen to some Van Halen. Uh Ah, yeah. At least you have that. That's it. Uh,
1: Let's see how. you you have more stories? I do. I have a couple of Beatles stories. Uh, with Ringo Starr heading back out on the road and turning 83 in, Ringo. A, matter, in a matter of weeks. 83? Yeah. Rockers, he looks terrific. He does. He looks amazing. He's definitely had some work done, but it's kind of like Martha Stewart, Kathy, where it's, it was kind of done the right way. Have you ever yeah. noticed how he looks a lot like Martha Stewart? <laughs> uh, in a matter of weeks, Rocker's half his age, can learn a thing or two about keeping in shape. Ringo, who's been sober for the past 34 years... Uh, said that uh, he's got an ongoing regimen. He said, I watch what I eat. I've been a vegetarian for the last 25 years. I was veggie before, but then I got off it and back on, and I've been vegetarian since 1992. I think it's important, and I'm always promoting proper eating. Um, Also, Ringo, who is one of uh, Rock's most famous jet-setting partiers in the 70s and 80s, revealed how things have changed. He said, I go to the gym. I have a trainer who comes to my home three times a week, and I work out myself. On tour, usually I go at least four mornings a week to the gym, so I think you've just got to keep moving and eat right, and I do the best that I can. But he looks unbelievable for 83 years old. Both him and
5: Paul, vegetarians. Yeah. Is Paul vegan, or is
1: he just a vegetarian? Paul's, I want to say vegetarian. Does he still have those chain of rib places? Uh, that no, those are gone, and and he's a he's a yoga fanatic. Yes, uh, so he's just you know the, that's what these guys do. They take care of themselves, and look how it's helped them. Boodly boo. All right, and another Beatles-related story. Steve sent this to me, and it's about Eric Burden uh, from the um, Animals. Well, the Animals. Uh, apparently, he was the Eggman that John Lennon was singing about in I Am the Walrus. So there's this sort of
5: cryptic lyrics to that song, and yeah. uh, it's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, it surfaced that the Eggman was a nickname that Burden earned after Lennon and Burden joined an orgy <laughs> that included Eric Burden breaking eggs over women's bodies. In fact, the orgy came afterwards in his biography... Uh, Burden told the whole crazy story, said, I was the egg man, he wrote, or at some of my pals called me eggs. The nickname stuck after a wild experience I'd had at the time with a Jamaican girlfriend called Sylvia. I was up early one morning cooking breakfast naked except for my socks, and she slid up beside me and slipped me amyl nitrate capsule under my nose as the fumes set my brain alight, and I slid to the kitchen floor... She reached to the counter and grabbed an egg, which she cracked into the pit of my belly. The white and yellow of the egg ran down my naked front, and Sylvia slipped my egg-bathed unit no. uh, and began to show me one Jamaican trick after another. He said, I shared the story with John at a party yeah. at a Mayfair flat one night. You've got to goddamn be kidding me. With a handful of blondes and a little Asian girl, and he says, go on, go get it, Egg Man." and he said he John was laughing over the little round glasses perched on the end of his hook-like nose as we tried to all too willing uh as we tried the all too willing girls on for size he shortened the story a little bit during uh, an interview one time he said i just remember being at a party and eyeing up this girl john lennon was standing next to me and saying go for it eggman and it stuck after would that would you
5: ever hear that song the same way again no <laughs> i still think the
1: song is kind of a bit gibberishy, yes, and maybe not necessarily about the Eggman, about Eric it. doing that, but it just uh, he mentions the Eggman, and that's you know where the nickname Coo-coo-choo. came from. Cuckoo, yeah. cuckoo, and that is what I have in music. News you know, I'm reading the lyrics for the first
0: time, and it's a, 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 a ton of uh, gibberish, but a uh, gibberish. What is Semolina Pilchard? Climbing the Eiffel Tower.
1: Semolina Pilchard. Yeah, climbing I, I, up the Eiffel Tower.
0: I don't even know. Man. Okay, so that's uh, it's I guess it's a name perhaps Semolina P- Pilcher, Probably yeah.
1: And um uh, all right, I didn't know if you knew what that meant. No. Elementary penguin singing Hare Krishna, men you should have seen them kicking Edgar Allen Po. <laughs> I am the guy here. Yeah. I wonder if he was high, wrote
0: the I New am York really town, high here. <laughs> yeah. and he was like, you know what, uh, there's a song here. Let's uh let's go forward.
1: <laughs> Some say that it was kind of his um Commentary on teletypes? No, on not on teletypes. <laughs> on I can write anything right. and and, uh, and people will buy it, eat it up,
5: you know. Mm. And, and it's one of his biggest hits. Never you know? said I was better than Jesus or bigger that I could bench press more.
4: <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm looking at some of these lyrics and now I'm kind of like putting See it, the sex? Well yeah, yellow matter custard. Dripping from a dead
1: dog's eye. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What about it? I like. It makes me so horny.
4: Yeah, but then, uh, Crab Locker, Fish Pornographic Priestess. Crab Locker.
5: What the hell's a Crab Locker? Crab Locker. It's where you put your crabs when you're working out. <laughs> In a locker. So I'm over there at the uh, LA Fitness and I'm like, where do I put my crabs? <laughs> well, we'll give you a Crab a Locker.
0: Crab Locker, Fish uh,
5: uh, It like baby fish mouth.
0: Yeah, it's just like that. It's like a baby wheel. Yeah. Pornographic okay. Priestess. According right. to Patty Boyd, Harrison's wife, uh, George's wife at the time, the words Semolina Pilchard refer possibly to Sergeant Pilcher of the London Drug Squad who waged a campaign against British rock stars mm. and underground figures. Uh-huh. In the so maybe there's a connection there. I
4: don't really or maybe it's a whole bunch of... I never going. realized
5: it was Juba Juba, 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 Goo uh,
1: goo
4: So I'm like... A juba, 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 at the end of it, he's going, uh. juba, a juba, a
5: juba, a juba, a juba, 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 Juba.
4: So, Semelina Pritchard, let's just assume it's a woman's name.
5: We all know what an Eiffel Tower is. Right. You it's know? another sex act. Uh-huh. And they, you've, when you give them the old uh, d- uh, dog eye hump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's all coming together. <sighs> Man, you should have seen them. Sometimes, and obviously artists have said many times throughout, you know, the history of music that they will make up nothing, you yeah, know, and, yeah, that's, sure. and that's part of the deal. Yeah, stream of consciousness is right. so kind of what this is.
1: Yeah. It's just all over the place, so... I don't know. We could sit here and dissect it and uh, try to figure out everything, but... Um, we got things to do, places gotta, to go. we got to do that. Yeah.
5: NPS coming in.
1: Mm-hmm. We do have I to, need you to stop talking yeah. and listen to me. The boss says we got to go. No, that is yeah. That's uh, that's Paul now. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going to take a break. Santa's got to go. We'll return. Just, uh, Santa's got to go. In just a moment, and uh, we'll get the letter today day <laughs> for the Word of the Week. Prize, so stay with us. If I get more.
6: Teachers rock, and MMR feels they deserve special recognition. That's why Preston and Steve are looking for the coolest teacher at your high school. It's not a pop quiz, but we will need you to vote. Tune in at 615 when Preston and Steve select at random one area high school. Students from that school will have 24 hours to vote for their coolest teacher at PrestonandSteve.com. President Steve's coolest teacher. Weekdays at 615. Sponsored by Five Below. Hot stuff. Cool prices. 93.3 WMMR. Class dismissed.
1: Revivalists on 93.3 WMMR. Sorry, I jumped on the ending there. Didn't mean to do that. Uh, the song's
4: called Kid. It's a good song. They're a good band. And they're good people.
1: They're
4: going to be the that yet? yes, he did, and uh, okay. Pancake was just telling me that they have passes to give away, so you want to listen to ah. today to yeah. win passes today? That's right, I forgot he mentioned it on our
1: show yesterday. I wasn't sure if we were off air talking about that or on air, but uh, Revivalists are going to be doing a special studio session here, terrific, and you can win uh, passes to come and hang out here at the MMR Studios and live performance of uh, Revivalists. That's Awesome! Yeah, uh, so great band, really nice guys, and Pierre Robert will have your exclusive opportunity to win those tickets. So make sure that you're with them. Uh, today is Tattoos Day, and that means we got to give away some ink. I would like to congratulate Brian and
7: of
1: Winona, New Jersey. Get $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Tattoos Day on the President's Steve show, presented by our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And they are located at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. And if you want to check out the artwork samples, just visit uh, floatingworldtattoos.com. Or you can check them out on Instagram at... Floating World Tattoos. I would like to thank a couple of people on a program. We had Michael Carbonaro on Yay! Hey! And the live show he is doing is this weekend. It's Saturday at the Keswick Theater. Uh, 8 p.m. Tickets are on uh, sale at keswicktheater.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, super nice guy. Yes. A lot of fun. Very entertaining. His magic is great, and he's very, very funny, too.
5: This just going to be a hell of a
1: show. Yep. And then thank you Chef Jen Carroll. Hey! Love Jen Carroll. Uh, she is hosting Winter Winter Chicken Dinner. A free chicken sandwich pop up on Thursday and Friday from eleven thirty a.m. to seven thirty p.m. at two sixteen Market Street. How about one of those chicken sandwiches she was talking about. So you got to get the the Fanduel app. Yeah. When you stop by. You have to be at least twenty one years or older. That's what it said in the little press release. Yes. Thing. Anyway, so uh, make sure you stop by, get some fantastic food uh, from Jen Carroll. Um, it's time to do the letter of the day. I got you. I- <laughs> is that a Pierre yeah. Bear? Okay, gotcha. Preston and Steve
2: on 93.3 WMMR.
1: Now, the Daily Letter. All right, Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. A as an alligator. Hi, and we will ah! we will give away the prize on Friday, and we have a pair of tickets and meet-and-greet passes with rival sons for their show Saturday, June 3rd. That's at Franklin Music Halls presented by MMR, and the show also features Record Company and Starcrawler. And tickets are on sale now at AXS.com. Second chance to win tickets and meet and greet on the contest page at WMMR.com. And now I will thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan. The Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan, and also brought to you by Coors Light. Made to chill at the Jersey Shore. and You can enjoy cores Light responsibly. Uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, we'll do our Wednesday things. That's Fox Good Day and Secret Text Word. And we'll have a nice little sit-down conversation with Rob and Dave from the Hooters. Love that. Uh, so they've got new music out, new album, fantastic. So we'll spend some time with them. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
8: What if you could make fresh, delicious meals at home without the stress of planning, prepping, or cleaning up? Introducing Tavala. Tavala is a first-of-its-kind meal service that makes eating well effortless. By combining a countertop smart oven with delivered meals, just scan a QR code to cook dinner. First, choose from a variety of chef-crafted meals delivered weekly to your door. When you're ready to eat, just do one minute of easy prep. Next, scan your meal's QR code with the Tovala Smart Oven while the oven automatically switches between modes and temperatures for the perfect cook. Just sit back and relax. Your food's ready in 25 minutes or less. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. Simplify mealtime today with Tovala. Go to tovala.com now to save $150 on a Tovala Smart Oven when you agree to order meals six times. That's T-O-V-A-L-A dot com. Promo applied automatically at checkout. Tavala. Eat well effortlessly. Tavala.com.